He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. I'm Drew Berkwitz. This is my show. That was my boy, Jason Aldean, the other night here in town. And I love it. I loved that part right there, too, because we're, we're you know, we're close. We had great. They're not seats. We were in the pit, but we had we had a great um, we had a great night and we're right there. And it seems like maybe he's going to say, hey, let's just work it out. And he's like, shove it straight up your ass and starts the song. I friggin love it. It was a great show. He's taking it to the mob. He's calling out their bullshit. And it was amazing. Lord knows what else I texted you guys that night, but um, I was actually pretty. Be- I was going to say you were pretty behaved. So <laughs> I think I had a drink per act per show. Okay, which, which is usually it's more like a drink per song. Usually, <laughs> no, it, it was it was a well well behaved uh, well behaved night. But it's good to be back in the studio. Fun week in Milwaukee. Thanks again to our friends at Rumble for hosting us. They're having us up at the debate at Fiserv Arena there in milwaukee we had a blast we ate like kings all week we just were talking 
we we gave Capital Grill, even though it's it's in multiple places, we gave Capital Capital Grill the the Capital Grill. <laughs> well, you ain't that good because you're the Capital Grill. Uh, but we gave Capital Grill the <laughs> there it is again. Damn it, we gave them the win. Uh, but we had some really good meals. We shared some videos from the the safe house that Speakeasy went to, which was pretty cool. Little did I know we were on video there, yeah. too, <laughs> as was everyone else. That was fun. It was a fun week, though. Oh, it was a great week. Really enjoyed Milwaukee, except for the 100-degree day. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> which kind of caught us all by surprise and a little off guard. Oh, my God. I literally thought—I told Tom before the last hour that we did, it was—like, not feels like. It was 100 feels like whatever— we're wearing adult clothes. I am. Tom always dresses normal. <laughs> I'm wearing real real person clothes for once. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this show. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Tom, you're going to have to ask a lot of questions. And about 15 minutes in, no shit, I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I've been through the craziest stuff. I literally just had a conversation with a shrink today about about all my, my uh, doings. doings, let's say. <laughs> and I've done some crazy shit. <laughs> that heat about whooped my I about lost. We were about we were about 15 minutes before the show, and you walked over to me. You're like, "So I'm seeing stars." I'm like, "Well, let's get you some water," <laughs> which which it was, the water probably didn't help anyway. No, well, we you know the the dumb thing was is we spent our hour in between in the sun in the sun. Like, what are we thinking? There was multiple bars with air conditioning right there, which is that's the this is my show way. Normally, we'd be like belly on up, let's do it, and then missing our start time. We just, we just, we're like, let's just wait right here and let the sun beam down upon us. I love, I love what Tom said. He's like, I just act, I just tell my body I'm not hot. Yeah. Yes. Well, I also, I packed a linen coat or jacket that I was going to wear. So that at least made the heat somewhat tolerable. Um, I really wish the next time that we go on one of these that you bring me in and let me see what you plan on wearing. <laughs> I, can, I can help out, man. I, you know, I, Tom's I, our stylist. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what to wear. I'll just make suggestions on fabrics. Yes. No. Fair point. Fair point. My my coat on Wednesday was was made for the the Great White Tundra, the the Great White North, and uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a good thing, um, for sure. Just so you know, yeah, the space is up and running. Oh, good. They can hear us. So glad you're here yeah. today. We're, we're live. There's been some technical difficulties. We're going to get you guys multiple times today. So hang in there with us. I've got an eye on on, on some of the folks coming in. Uh, again, patient, thanks for your patience. I know we had to start one over. I think this is maybe our third, third one. Third one, yeah. yeah. It's our third honest. one, yeah. Let's just, let's, just, let's just call it what it is. Uh, but we're excited about that. We got a lot to get to today. We're going to do some debate recap. We got John John Cardillo, who's going to come by, give us his thoughts, uh, some different perspective. He's got some different thoughts than you guys do. And you know what? That's okay. We've got Trump. We've got Tucker, uh, the sit down that they did. There's also folks who have already filed one for sure. Another one I think is imminent filing with federal courts to try and evoke Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to keep him off the ballot. We're going to talk about that. COVID making its return. Hell, I might have it right now. I don't know what I got in Milwaukee. <laughs> um, but I'm my, my nephew five, has so it. I think everyone here is, is safe. My nephew has it right now. Does he? Yeah. Got it from school. You know, we can rule out, I think, African sleeping sickness and Ebola because you're not bleeding from any orifices right yes. now. Yes. No, no, I am not right now. I mean, let's, <laughs> this is a three-hour show. Let's see, let's see what comes out of various holes 
throughout. We know some stuff's going to come out of my mouth orifice. Um, so we'll talk COVID. We'll talk all that stuff coming up. But real quick, guys, before we get into this and before we bring in uh, John here in a few moments, make sure you're paying attention to what's going on with the economy. Make sure you're paying attention to what's going on with your bank accounts, particularly your savings, your retirement, 401k, IRA, whatever the case might be. Fed now started July 1st. The Biden administration rolled out a digital dollar program in America, and no one's paying attention. So not only is BRICS expanding, the dollar's taking a big hit, but there's a digital dollar rolling in. There's lots of concerns. There's lots of reasons as to why you should be taking care of and getting ahead of, of, of making some strategic moves here with your savings. So you can do it, though, with American Alternative Assets with a straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. All you have to do is contact them. Call American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two USA gold. That's right. Call now, 833-287-2465. You're going to be glad that you did. Okay. So we're going to get John here in a second. We're going to take a break, and, and, and we'll do that. But real quick, I just, I, I just want to hit on the debate night because we were there. We covered it at the arena and then we we covered it elsewhere uh as well for rbm but fun night there was lots of energy at the event i'm telling you all the stars you can think of i hate even using that term <laughs> stars the glitterati the glitterati it was so fabulous like there were so many people there um no but the there were so many political so-called political elite there lots of energy live music food trucks all sorts of stuff going on and um you know, we did that debate coverage that night then. And admittedly, because we were doing it concurrently, didn't get to to watch everything as much during the process as we'd like to. We had some people watching it more than others within our team so we could comment intelligently on things. But I did go back. I don't know if you guys did. I did go back and watch it all in the end. And Vivek definitely stood out, had some great moments. I think there's there's still some concern and justifiably so that that maybe it was kind of structured to be that way that maybe he's there for the sole purpose of taking down DeSantis and others uh or or just the fact that he's just saying things that he thinks people want to hear which is what of course politicians do but he had some great moments without a, without a shadow of a doubt if you're just looking at it matter of fact he had some great moments i think ron watching it back i think ron had a good night too some people the people who are anti-ron are like it was just very generic and no no he had some really good responses if you're being honest he had some great responses what was interesting too and i talked to some folks who were in for the whole thing as well and just paying attention unlike us who were kind of covering and and trying to pay attention nikki haley did not have a great night to be clear and i'm not pro nikki haley you hear me talk about that all the time but she got some really good pops in the crowd and in, in the arena. And in talking to people the next day, they were really surprised at how much the audience in. I mean, it's a limited scope, right? But people in the arena, how they how they they popped for her. But there was one person who, of course, wasn't there. And that's Donald Trump. Uh, you, we've talked about it. You can agree with why he was there. You can disagree with why he was there. All of that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about it. Uh, with John Cardillo here. So stick around. There's lots to get to, lots of conversation coming up. We're after John's here. We're going to get to you guys in the X spaces as well. Hang with us. We'll be right back. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. 
Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Welcome back, folks. So as I said before the break, Trump was not there. Trump was not there at the debate. You can say it was a good thing. You can say it was a bad thing. It's still America for, for now, so we can have those debates. But while I think it's a fair argument to say he won the most views that night with his Tucker sit-down, that interview that happened here on, on X, I'm also not sure, and we talked about this from Milwaukee, I'm not sure that that is the question that we need to be asking as it pertains to this whole conversation, joining us to discuss this and more is former law enforcement officer, former radio host, John Cardillo. John, so glad that you're here. Thanks for being here. Hey, uh, good to finally be with you. Looking Absolutely. Well, I was thinking, you know, coming into the studio today, you're, you're in Florida, we're in Florida. Next time we do this, we'll have to, we'll just have to have you come up here. We got to get you in the studio because uh, it's always that much more fun. But I, I wanted you to be on here so we could discuss kind of where you're coming from on this election, because I think you've got some really wise perspective on, on this conversation. We've got a lot of Trump folks, as you might imagine, in the audience. And we, as a, as a show and me hosting the show, have not really been getting into the back and forth between Trump and DeSantis so much. But, but 
but it's it's also a worthwhile conversation and i think that there's a a positive way that you can do it i think that there's a constructive way that you can do it and i think that you've done a lot of those by the way but to kick things off i want to do this i want to start because even even though this clip is chuck todd which pains me to say this i saw you also comment on it he's making yeah. a statement here in this clip that's worth discussing let's take a look and then we'll talk but the decision to sort of let DeSantis alone, I think, is one of those that they may question in a few months. But the second part of your question is this idea. I think one of the things that we we messed up in 2016 collectively was a failure of imagination in believing Donald Trump could win. And it became conventional wisdom that he couldn't win. Well, we're creating this conventional wisdom that he can't lose this Republican primary. And all I would say is, is the next six months, there are so many unknowns that we should be very careful here making these assumptions. Okay, so Chuck Todd saying something quasi-reasonable here. What, what's your take on what he just said there, John? You know, it pains me to admit it, man, but, it, but I say it all the time. This race is unprecedented. It's so unusual. There's so many variables, right? I mean, look, I've been saying this on Twitter insofar as you can because you're, only, you're really limited. I mean, sure, now we have uh, uh, no limits on characters so people can click and read through. But I've seen what one criminal charge does to a defendant in great shape in their 30s. Think about what you feel like when you're pulled over by the police for speeding or passing a stop sign. You've got a knot in your stomach. You're really nervous. You're thinking if it can go sideways when you know you're a law-abiding person who did nothing wrong. And in the grand scheme of the world, it's an innocuous traffic ticket. This guy's facing 91 counts. Now, we can debate all day long whether these are from weaponized federal law enforcement and biased uh, state-level and county-level prosecutors. I believe they are. I, I don't think anybody would, would, would argue or doubt that these charges are politically motivated and probably meritless and, in some instances, possibly illegal, possibly a prosecutorial misconduct like we saw in the Duke lacrosse case years back. But that said, they exist, right? And they're taking their toll. They're going to take their toll psychologically, physiologically, and financially, and, and financially in a major way. We're talking millions of dollars a month. I had spoken, I won't say which one, to betray their confidences, but I had spoken to one of the others indicted in Georgia, and no lawyer wanted to touch that case for under $300,000, $350,000 up front. That's unheard of wow. for, for a minor charge at the state level because of the press nature of the case and all the legal work they have to put in. So, uh, again, pains me to admit, but when it comes to uh, these indictments, Chuck Todd's right. There are a lot of variables in this race that make it, I think, right now, maybe in two, three months, four months, it, it won't be the case. But right now, I think it's still way too early to predict this thing. Yeah, well, I, well, absolutely. Given all the variables, I think you're you're right. And that's the tough thing with this conversation, too, because everyone has their candidate. Everyone should have their candidate. Choose who you want to vote for. I don't care. This is America. I fought for your right to do that. You policed communities so people can do that. I, I just want people to, to, to look at things in a practical manner. And it doesn't mean that it's fair, right? There's not a whole lot that is fair left in this country. But uh, what I, we try and push here, I try and push at least, is it's not necessarily who you want to win this race. I get it. A lot of people want Trump to win. I voted for Trump twice. I like Trump. The question yeah. really, though, has to be, we have to look at all of these conversations in, in, in real relative terms. And in, 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 in the case of this particular primary, this election writ large, as we get to the general, is not who do you want to win, but who can win the general. And it's not even can Trump win it on his own accord. It's you got a Jesse Kelly, who's a friend of both of ours, said today, sorry, folks, it's not going to happen. They're not going to let him win again. So, again, it's this 
detaching of, which is uncomfortable. No one likes to do it, but it's detaching from what you want and what's actually going to happen. And I think that's one of the things that's missing in this whole conversation. I get it. I get why people like Trump. I like Trump too. Again, there's a lot of things he's done that are great, but does it matter? Yeah, exactly. You know, look, I feel exactly like you do. This is why I get really frustrated when people say, you're a never Trump or you're a Democrat. I'm like, you must be new here. Yeah. But uh, I vehemently, vehemently supported this guy for six years, right? I mean, I, I had a morning show on Salem in uh, 2015 and 2016, and at the time, Salem was a very never-Trump network. They've come around. I almost lost that show because I was supporting Trump. The pressure that was put on me to support Ted Cruz at the time because he was the preferred candidate of that certain faction of the right. So I, I bucked the system, man. I supported this guy because I believed in what he was saying. But I'm a results-oriented guy. Maybe it's our backgrounds, right? Coming out of law enforcement, coming out of the military, the intelligence community. But I'm a results-oriented guy. And I watched this guy make horrible, horrible personnel decisions for four years. But again, I went all in in 2020, all in in 2020, right? And I watched the same decisions be made in terms of campaign personnel and, and ancillary personnel. Then I watched this guy abdicate the country to Fauci. And I don't care what anybody says. That's what he did. I get so sick of these excuses. You know, it used to be the institution of the presidency. When we were kids, we were taught the buck stops here. The president's the final word. The sun rises and sets with him. Everybody wins and loses with him. He takes responsibility no matter which way. Well, with Trump, it's, it's everybody else's fault. Oh, that guy didn't like me. That, that woman, she was part of the deep state. He takes no responsibility for anything. Then I watched a guy like DeSantis. Sure, stylistically, he's not Trump. Trump's fun to watch. He's entertaining. He's a showman. But DeSantis is just a nuts and bolts, nose to the grindstone doer. The guy gets stuff done. And I've watched DeSantis. I've gotten to know him well. I know his team very well, just being down here in Florida. I've been political down here for, I'll be here 20 years in February. I started uh, engaging politically when I moved down, so almost two decades doing it. And uh, I'll tell you, man, this guy behind closed doors is the same exact guy he is on the podium, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. He just cares about results. He doesn't care about being loved. He doesn't care about putting on the show. He just cares about conservative win after conservative win. And it's a shame that people can't see this because Look, the primary base and the primary base voter is very different than the general election voter. There is no way independents and moderates are going to come back to Trump. He already lost them. This mugshot, sure, it's cool to the base. Even I, I laugh at it. You laugh at it. All right, it's cool. But suburban soccer moms in those purple areas, they look at that and they say, wait a second, this is not a role model for my kids. The president is supposed to be a role Joe Biden certainly isn't with his crackhead son. I don't want my kids thinking success is eventually getting a mugshot. And that's going to start to be more and more prevalent as we go down this road. I just, I do not believe the man can win. And if he does, I'm terrified of the same personnel disaster. Look, personnel disaster, inflicting Chris Ray on this country is disqualifying alone. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's a fair point. I think that's a reasonable assumption. But 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 even even going back, even if if people disagree, which I'm sure a lot in the audience agree with the, sure. the latter part of that comment, I'll, I pick on his, his personnel decisions all the time. Personnel and COVID, he, he, he was a failure. Doesn't mean he was a failure as president. He failed on those. We have to be able to pick apart all individuals, particularly those in, in a public, you know, someone as popular as, as Trump, you got to be able to call people out on their shit if, if it's if it's if it stinks. Right. And oh, and those amendment. Yeah. Isn't it true? I mean, 
This is what this is what shocks me when these so-called conservatives personally attack those of us who aren't supporting Trump. The founding fathers drafted the First Amendment. The heart of the First Amendment is the ability to criticize politicians without being hanged in the public square. Yeah. I mean, that was really the genesis, the, the catalyst for it. So it's ridiculous watching conservatives swarm bot armies over you if you reasonably call out the shortcomings. I don't care. I call it. Listen, go back in my tweets. I was brutal to Ron DeSantis because I was a lockdown absolutist. I didn't believe we should have been locked down for a day. I was brutal to him, but then he proved me wrong. Trump proved me wrong, but he still hasn't. He, Lindsey Graham is attached to his hip. Yeah, well, that and that's that's a big faux pas that we get into a lot here, too. Point being is, you know, so many of these people, they're just not perfect. Nor are you, nor are I, nor is anyone listening to this. And everyone gets caught up as if, as if some of these individuals are, and there's the comparison between, and again, I'm not, I, I'm not picking here on the show. Eventually, I'll pick, but I'm not picking right now. There's this comparison between Trump and DeSantis, like they're, but they're two different people. They're two different people. They've got very similar policies on some, very different policies on other. I, I don't, I don't know how wide the gap is on some of them or not, but, but you get the point. Uh, and that and we just, I feel like our side has to be smarter in how we're doing it. Vote for Trump. Vote for DeSantis. Vote for Vivek if you want. Please don't vote for one of the other people, but if you want to, whatever, it's that's fine. But but that's kind of that we, we just have so much that we have to to work through here. But I'm also eating up our time here. Let me ask this question because I want to get your take on it. I know you're a DeSantis guy. I like DeSantis too. He's 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 our governor here in Florida. He's done a tremendous job, and hopefully he'll do a tremendous job as Idalia or whatever this this horror of a hurricane's name is that's coming down upon us. <laughs> um, but uh, who do you think won the debate last week? Look, oh, the I'm people go, who are there. I'm going to go with the Santa's, not because I, I support him, but because I think he, he looked like the adult in the room. Vivek uh, looked immature. Look, Asa Hutchinson shouldn't even been up on the stage, right? He doesn't have a, a snowball's chance in hell. Tim Scott was just boring. It, it, you know, I did a, another radio hit earlier in the week, and uh, <laughs> I ran through the people on stage, and I forgot Tim Scott was even there when I analyzed. The right. He was a nice guy, you know, nice guy. I always said, Tim Scott is a nice guy. He's the neighbor next door that you're happy as your neighbor because he's quiet and he keeps his house up really nice. But when he invites you over, you kind of roll your eyes because you know it's going to be a snooze fest for two yeah. and a half hours, <laughs> right? Yeah. Nikki Haley took the center lane where we expected her to be. I got to tell you, um, Berkman from uh, uh, North Dakota, he impressed me because he came off to be a very likable knowledgeable guy on energy. So he knows he can't be president. He's a sharp guy. But I think he really did himself a service if his goal is to be energy secretary, which I think it is because of what's going on in North Dakota. And I think that was a hell of an audition. But it was a two-man race. And I think the Santa's by just being reserved and laid back. Sorry, that's us. That's on our end. No worries, man. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is I think the Santa's uh, being reserved and laid back and letting uh, Chris Christie and Vivek get into the arguments and the crosstalk it was the right move, right? So yeah. he came out. He, he didn't hit home runs, right? There are no zingers from that night, no lines you remember. But he didn't take any punches either. So I think he was substantive. He was knowledgeable. He had a record of success to run on. I would say he he eked out the win that night. It wasn't a massive win, but it was a win. It was a win, yeah. No, I thought it was those two. And we do. I mean, I, so we, we're the biggest, not fans like we're going to vote for him, but we're the biggest fans of Doug Burgum here. We call it Burgumania. <laughs> we talk about him all the time because no one else gives him any love. And the dude was up there with a torn Achilles for Pete's sakes. 
that's a baller move. If nothing else, give him some props for that. But he is. He's positioning some, himself well for that. Well, I, look, John, I appreciate you coming on and talking about this. I love the different perspective. I hope that our side can get the fact that there can be different perspectives and agree that we just need to freaking win this race. That's what we got to do. Let's 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 be practical doing it. Really appreciate your service uh, to the community and all that you've done in the conservative community as well over the years. And I appreciate you coming by here today. Thanks, man. Likewise. Thanks for your service. Great finally uh, coming on with you. Absolutely, John. All right. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Follow John on Twitter if you don't already. Uh, again, we don't all have to agree on everything uh, that that we talk about on Twitter. That's what Twitter's for. I mean, if you've been to tw Twitter's hell for the love of. Uh, it's one of the seven layers, the, the seven rings. Dante or whatever. talked about this place. I think <laughs> I didn't read the book because I played football, but someone read it for me and they told me that for the test. So let's let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get to some of your comments. I'm sure you got a lot. Let's keep them civil. Let's have some fun. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on the other side. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Club.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. 
What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Have you heard of Executive Order 14067? This little-known order implemented the digital dollar, the most sinister plan to control your spending. And it gets worse. In November, the federal government and banks began a test program to roll out the digital dollar. With this, privacy for all Americans will be lost forever. Imagine, the government can now track all of your spending. The government can tell you what you can and can't buy. The government could confiscate your cash. When digital currency was rolled out in China, Bloomberg wrote, quote, this will lead to control like no other, end quote. The EU has announced that they are next, but it is already happening in America, which makes this wealth protection guide that American Alternative Assets just put out even more urgent. Project Hamilton, as this secret order is being called, might be the scariest order to happen to privacy and freedom in America since its founding, which makes this wealth protection guide so incredibly valuable right now. Move your money out of cash and into something that doesn't infringe on your privacy. You see, there is one legal IRS-proof loophole that could protect your IRA, 401k, and pension savings with gold and silver. And this free guide tells you exactly which steps you need to take right now to move part of your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax consequences. As this program rolls out, the sky's the limit for the level of government control that could be enforced on your money. Protect your savings and your privacy. But in the devastation ahead, American Alternative Assets is offering you something rare, a chance to protect your wealth and possibly even grow it. And welcome back. I don't know why I'm doing this with my... <laughs> 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 All right, Ricky Bobby. Very lesbian. Um, so, it, look, it was good having John on. To know John for a while, he's not been on the show. We've had him on a bunch of other shows. I know he has some different views and opinions than you do. And as I said before, that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I know that's counterculture in the conservative community these days, but I like it. I like the days where we used to be able to have discussions with differing opinions. Now it's just, you don't agree with what I say, then fuck you. I hope your dog dies. Like, that's... <laughs> Can we can we can we go back to having some steps in between that? And the only time that's okay is from uh, Talladega Nights. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Right. That's the only time that's okay. Hundred percent. So I just I want to have the conversation. We're going to push and lean harder into that for sure over the days, weeks, and months ahead. Because I, I, I guys, I just think it's important. And there's going to be people who come in and say, "I hate this person," or "I hate that person's view," and this, that, and the other. I hope that's not the case. I know it is going to be the case, but I hope that you still come because that's that's what's make what makes America America, or it is what make, used to make America. 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 
But let's do this. Do we have uh, do we have some hands up? I know there's some hands up before the break. Are there still hands up? Do they know what they do with their hands? I'm clear. Yeah, we got um, Al Pacone. Al Pacone. All right, let's go. Let's do it. As hmm. we're bringing in Al Pacone, obviously it seems like a play on where I'm not. Shell, can you talk for us? I don't. I hear. I see Shell talking, but I don't. Hear yeah, I don't Shell. hear you. Hang on. Shell, can you hear us? Why can't we hear you? It, it was working. This is so fun. This is fun. This is fun. So speaking about, I'm just going to stall here, okay? Because we go to a place in Milwaukee. You're like, great, here's another Milwaukee story. Well, that's what filling is, okay? So we're just going <laughs> to give you random shit. So we, we're in Milwaukee, and we found this place that is called Shakers. We wanted to have a cigar. So we had a cigar almost every night. Someone maybe had absinthe, whatever. That's a different story. But we, <laughs> we, we had some cigars there. But this place was really cool. And it's not a plug there. They don't, they're not paying us. They should. But because we went there every night and spent copious amounts of money there. But it was it was a speakeasy, different than the speakeasy we went to the other that I was telling you about earlier. But it was a speakeasy and a brothel. Not anymore. But a speakeasy and a brothel during Prohibition. And it was owned by, the, by Al Capone and his brothers. Right. So really interesting place. Built on top of a cemetery. And then apparently it's haunted by Dahmer. You should have worn your Jeffrey Dahmer shirt. <laughs> that, that Jeffrey Dahmer shirt was a purchase after a couple of absinths. Yes. <laughs> Where I wasn't thinking properly. And yes, and I had to pack that and bring that home and explain it to the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just frankly impressed that you made it home with that shirt that night. That's <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to say there. Do we have spaces or no? Let's see. Shell, can you talk for us? I see her talking, but I can't. I don't, but. Yes, yes, Shell, that is correct. I, we cannot hear you for some reason. This is so weird. So, it was working because I could hear, I could see the audio pumping on the board when during the commercial when she was talking, and now it doesn't want to work. Now not so much. This is fantastic. Okay. Well, Gotta love technology. Well, we'll just continue on. One thing we didn't get to before the break, which I'm going to send out now, and then you can start sending your responses, and we'll get to them. But it's this. It's question of the day is what is your social media platform that you go to the most what's your go-to social media platform your favorite whatever you want to call it there's a lot of them out there there's some fringe ones there's some some different ones what, what's your favorite let us know is it is it x slash twitter facebook instagram is it truth getter snapchat snapchat uh tiktok or i hope it's not tiktok but but that that is enough no well yeah yeah you guys get to choose you guys get to choose what is your go-to social media platform send your responses in we will tell you our answers to here uh i guess now let's just do it now let's just get it out of the way since we're trying to troubleshoot this other issue what's your favorite tommy boy uh my go-to would be x Okay. Uh, X has a lot of things on there that I'm interested in, especially news. They seem to be breaking more news when it happens, uh, more so in real time than networks do. So when it comes to news, definitely them. And there's also a couple of followers on there that I really like, uh, some sports-related and others uh, uh, related to history. Okay, I like it. This guy, what are you going with? When it comes to news, I'd say X, but when it just comes to like everything else, just more entertainment stuff, I stick on Instagram. 
Um, I'm not a fan of the Book of Face because the it's Book of Face. Are you saying Facebook, that on purpose, yeah. like a Game of Thrones kind of? A yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Okay. I just don't like. I just, it, I'm just not a fan of it anymore. I'm not really not a fan of any social media, but we have to be on it for what we do, and so, you know, it's it's my job. It's I don't. I'm not there for for leisure, and so I'd say it's between Instagram and X for me. How about you, Drew? Uh, I'm just responding to some people on here. I wish you'd stop interrupting me. Um, so <laughs> Here's the time where Drew just responds to people. <laughs> um, uh, so I agree. I think where I get a lot of the shows that we're going to talk about, this, excuse me, the stories that we're going to talk about for the show is, is from X. I think it's current there. I think it's good. I, it's not my favorite to post on. Just be, just because again, it takes so much time and effort. But I do. I, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. I tend to like the legacy ones better because the platforms are just better. They just are. And and, and X falls in that space now. It's taken over by Elon and whatever that I forget the slut's name who's running it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's been a slut today NBC for you, Universal. <laughs> but 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 I like those better. I just don't think the the fringe conservative ones are good. I'm sorry. I just don't think they are. And and I, when I say that, I mean Getter, Truth, Gab. They don't have all bad things about them. I just don't like them as, as much as I like the other ones. Before I answered my question, I should have gotten a little clarification. Do you consider OnlyFans to be a, a social media platform? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> no we, we, okay. we don't consider that to be an... an um, all we'll, right, I'm sticking with X then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you... Uh, so I saw a shrink before the show today. We'll get Tom with one afterwards. Yep. Um, we got this. Don't worry, folks. We're going to take care of of things here foster says facebook and rumble ginger instagram ginger is an instagram if ginger sends a message it's on instagram and then i have to figure out how to answer a message on instagram because i don't really do anything on instagram but i love getting messages from you there by the way ginger so keep keep sending (laughs) but uh facebook and rumble also says barb and doug rumble and truth W.R. Uh, Carolyn, I don't know why I'm trying to say your all your letters. I know it's Carolyn. Carolyn says Rumble and Truth as well. Texas Panhandle Patriot, Rumble. Yeah, I mean, we were, we're thinking social media platforms. we got to talk video, too. Rumble just had us in Milwaukee, and they were yeah. freaking outstanding. Rumble is kind of the way of the future. Uh, in terms of posting, in terms of posting, my favorite in terms of how easy it is to post is, is honestly, it's Facebook. I know you don't like it, but, yeah. I, but I like it. That's probably my second biggest audience there it's easy to engage but i do rumble is making some serious headway and it's it's great um at the at the end of the day you know the one that i like the functionality of best but i hate the most instagram no no Good guess though you seemed very it's youtube youtube okay youtube is so smooth clean and crisp they just hate America. Well, it's, it's been out wrong. the longest. That's why. Yeah. They've, they've, they're, they've gone through everything that everyone else is going through right now. They figured it out, how to fix it and be perfect. Jill, so. And Jill says YouTube. Feathercat. Jackie says YouTube more than Facebook. Uh, I think, uh, honestly, I think that's my favorite one because you can get comedy there. Yeah. Now they have direct ticket. I know, or Sunday ticket. I know some of you guys are, are boycotting the NFL, and that's totally fine. I respect your right to do that. But I love football more than most humans, so I have to have that, and it's there. So there's lots of things. You, there's documentaries there. When they're taking care of us and paying us, they pay us really well. That's not been for years. But but I ah, I think actually I'm changing my answer. Ooh. Jill, Jill has swayed me there. That is that is my answer. But I do think Rumble's making some, some outstanding. That must advice. be our first time you've ever changed your answer. 
Usually you stick to your answer. Do we have like a bumper for that? We don't. Okay. I wasn't prepared for you to change your answer today. No one was. No, <laughs> no one was. No one saw this. So, hey, just if you guys know, if you're listening on Spaces, um, we're still trying to figure out. I don't know why. I know you guys got your hands up. We're not ignoring you. We just can't hear you. So I'm we're working on that. calling. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just this goes thank you for uh, you know your patience in all this. We appreciate you guys. Yes, we really do. Uh, so glad that you guys are here. So glad that we're, we're going on this X Spaces journey. It's going to be awesome. There's just lots of nuance. And there's people who do it, right? We did it some last week through Chad for during I'm Fired Up on his account and or his his tech. The, the difference just is for everyone's understanding is, is the studio here, and this is not a boasting thing, the studio here, we have so much going on tech-wise. This is a broadcast studio that you would see at like a network. Uh, so we've got a ton of things talking to each other here. So there's just some nuance. X Space wasn't made to be on a no. live. Yeah, yeah. it just wasn't made to be doing it the way that we're doing it but we're going to beat it because gosh darn it i don't lose i will no. not lose we're pioneers we're pioneers yeah. i don't like to take no for an answer yes so. exactly well and also you were told that in your in your hiring interview yeah but i told you i'd always make a way and you yes. said you liked that so i did yeah. i did I make it happen was don't die was rule one well, no, no, no that was once i got hired once you got hired <laughs> yeah. the rule was don't die yeah. before that it was don't ever tell me no yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. fair enough Okay, let's get into let's get into some more debate stuff here. Um, and actually, actually, let's. I want to skip ahead. I want to okay. do this. This. Did you get that tr- that truth message? Yes. I don't know why I'm still pointing. I'm just. You're fine. Just um, point. But since we're talking social, uh, Trump put out something that was interesting. We just talked to Cardillo, who's a DeSantis guy, and Trump put out something on truth today, which I, I'll just be honest. I'm not a fan of truth. I don't like it. It says nothing about my like or dislike for Trump. I like Trump, but I, I'm not a fan of truth. I just, I just truth getter, a lot of those, and we're on getter right now. And, and thanks for watching us. If you're there, they're just not my personal preference. They might be your favorite. Again, that's, what's great about America. Keep doing you keep doing it there. Just don't make it only fans type content. Keep it clean. But <laughs> But he put out a message, and it was this, and we'll pop it up on the screen. It says, rumor spelled wrong, W-R-R-W-R-O-O-M-E-R, are strong in political circles that Ron DeSanctimonious, whose presidential run is in shambles and whose poll numbers have absolutely crashed, putting him in third and fourth in some states, will be dropping out of the presidential race in order to run in Florida against Rick Scott for Senate. Now, that's an interesting one, isn't it? So... Let's get into that. Let's leave it up for a second there, because I first of all, I just don't get this this tr- truth. That's what we, I guess we say it. This truth message. It, it comes off unclean, and it, it's very it's 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 a Trump style thing for sure. Because there's the the name calling and stuff like that, and and sometimes I like that, sometimes I don't. I go back and forth on it. I admit it. There's double standards. This is called this is my show. Deal with it. But. Uh, this to me seems ridiculous. Now, um, will he drop drop out at some point? Totally possible. That that's totally a possibility. I don't think it's as soon as some people think, because as we talked about earlier, there's just a, there's so much uncertainty. No one knows where the Trump cases are actually going to go. This particular scenario, though, seems a little off the wall to me. Yeah, it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit off the wall too, especially when he started off by misspelling rumor. But right, <laughs> you can get past that one. This, you know, this truth. This posting kind of reminds me. It, well, it, it I, I kind of I, I believe that the polls are a lot closer than what they appear to be, and I think 
Trump kind of feels that, even though, you know, he says, you know, in some polls, I'm 60 points ahead. I kind of, there's two th- two ways you can look at this. One, if you are really that far ahead, just keep getting further and further ahead. And this would be, you know, a, a post that would go along with that. Or it's, you know, DeSantis is becoming more of a problem. So now it's time to go after him because the polls that are being released aren't as reflective as this giant lead that I have. Those yeah. those are the two ways that I read into this. So, you know, it's hard it's hard for me to, you know, take a guess on which way it's going because I'm at the point now where I've been lied to so much or misled <laughs> by so many people. It's just like I don't know what's real anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's what's so tough is is people see this and they're like, Yeah, we're winning. This is this is this is what's gonna happen. Like, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that way. I was asked today on this call you know do you trust people do you trust anyone i'm like nope (laughs) and that led to obviously additional medical questions but but i don't either and you look at these polls we shared a poll from milwaukee on wednesday during the live debate coverage there and i don't know which ones to 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 trust and not trust I, i just don't trust polls in general i don't trust people in general so again we'll start a give send go for for my my medical and psychological bills but but you've got You've got this new poll that came out that had it way closer at the top. And then there's the other ones. There's another one I saw even before the show today that had Trump way, way ahead. I don't know which way is right. What I think is remarkable, though, is this, is that people slam the polls when it's not going their way. When it goes their way, then they love the polls and lean on the polls. Just look at these polls here. Like, no one really knows what these polls mean. No one really knows what's going on with a lot of them. I, I do think Trump has a sizable lead. I think by all accounts, he should. I also don't think, as we talked about earlier in the show, and that's not me siding with John, is I don't think that the polls matter. And I don't think it matters whether you think Trump should win the GOP nominee or not. It matters what happens after that. That's, that's, the, that's the real crux in this whole, this whole thing here. But yeah, I just and I also think and I wanted to ask actually ask John about this and I forgot to because I'm an idiot, but I, I I wanted to ask what what his thought was on the left and the media purposely trying to and we talked about this purposely trying to drive up and inflate poll numbers so everyone thinks it's a done deal and they go that way again I think it is even without a sizable lead I think if if everyone's left to their own devices. And people just voted Trump's going to win the GOP nomination. I don't think there's much of a question mark there, but but there's this sizable gap. So then you kind of wonder, okay, what if what if the left is doing this on purpose, knowing full well because there's guys they're not sm- well that I guess they kind of are in some sense. I was going to say they're not smarter than us, but they play the game better than us. Last last time around, it was the swing states and how they pulled all the shenanigans that they did. This time, we're all focused on trying to fix the swing states. Well, we're not paying attention to whatever they're doing next. And that is where we always get caught with our pants down, like literally. So you see this scenario, and it's like, okay, well, maybe they're trying to do this to make it seem like it is a done deal. He's the guy. But also, here's the great news. We, the left, and not great news for us, obviously. I'm just I'm saying it from their perspective. We've, we've got this plan because we know he's not going to be on the ballot. We know we've got enough ammo to get him off. Is it is it fair? Is it reasonable? No, it's not at all. This whole all these indictments are absolutely insane. They're they're ludicrous. But again, that's not the question. That's not the question. Is can they pull it off? And if they do that, then we're we're caught in a in a tough tough position. 
Yeah, we're caught in a very tough position, and we saw what happened in 2020 when you had the deep state, you had the DNC, you had big tech, you had big business, and you had the corporate media all working together to make sure they got out an anti-Trump message. So, and now, and they're bragging about it now. This makes me feel like we're being led into a trap. There's just something in the pit of my stomach that's telling me, like on uh, January 6th, when we're watching it go down, something did, what didn't resonate, that's, it didn't seem true to me. Right. And when I st stood back from January 6th and thought about it, it was the fact that there was a reverse angle of people coming up toward the Capitol. That means that somebody was planted there to get that reverse angle because it was actually went down the, say, the way that they, the government tells us that it went down. You wouldn't have had a reverse angle there. Yeah. So somebody was definitely allowed to come in there to get that piece of it out. That, to me, was the big mistake. And I kind of have that same feeling in the pit of my stomach about these polls. I just feel like it, 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 <clears throat> some kind of a trap that they're setting. Yeah. No, it, 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 something doesn't feel right. Uh, I, I would agree with that, that sentiment, too. And again, that doesn't mean that's what I want. Everyone always gets it, things confused. You said this. That means you want... No, no, it doesn't mean I want... Oh, I, I'll tell you what I want and what I don't want when I'm clear on what I want and what I don't sound like a Spice Girl song. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want um, <laughs> But I want to tell you that we're going to test Shell's audio real quick. Let's test Shell's audio and see if it's coming through now. Yeah, see, I can, I can see that she's talking, but we cannot hear her. Still trying to figure it out. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. But no, I, getting, back to, getting back on point. I, I feel like... And Barb says, and the rhinos are trying to take him off the ballot. Absolutely. No, no, nobody in the Republican Party is doing anything to try and help out Trump. That tells yeah. me something about where their mindset is and who they think the candidate's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I, I think that they all know full well where this is going. And I'll tell you that I've told you before, the unpopular opinion. I just don't think we have a shot in hell of winning this thing in 24. I just don't. I'm sorry. That's awful. That's awful for our republic that's awful for our country but if it particularly if they bring someone else in if they bring newsom in uh as, as absurd as that sounds man it's it's ridiculous to think about i just don't think we can we can win that race and and if if they're able to take trump off i mean i don't the other thing is is do we even have an election which is a whole separate conversation but but i think if we do and 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 we should presume that we will that they just know how it's going to go, and they know how it's going to go because they do. They have, to, to Barb's point, they have their, their folks across the aisle on our side, so-called, you know, rhinos who are there, who, who are all than, you know, more than okay with having it go this direction because they get to keep their power, their bank accounts keep, keep getting filled, and, and while we, the people, get screwed— they're, they're fine. It, it, that, 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 is, that is how broken the system. That's why I'm not a registered Republican anymore. It's like, I screw you guys. I, I, don't, I am a conservative, 100%. I am more pro-America than anyone in D.C. right now. But I, I, I am not associating myself with you. Doesn't mean I won't vote Republican. Doesn't mean that I won't vote for this person or that person. But I don't want to be associated with you, which is why I'm not any longer. I just, I'm not.
If you're a Republican in permanent D.C., you are so used to raising campaign donations by saying, oh, this is the year. We need your help. We, You know, my seat, you know, is in jeopardy of losing. You, you, we've got the House. You know, we can retake the Senate. And it's all done. It's a perpetual circle of Republicans always saying, we need your help. We need this. We need that. And it's always us supporting them, voting for them. And then once they get the power, nothing is done. Yeah. And to me, it's just they're, they're so happy just being this pretend opposition party. And they raise so much money for their campaigns just by saying, oh, this is the moment in time. We really need you. And just keep their coffers going. And there's a, a huge portion of the Republican Party that just is like, you know what, Nikki Haley sounds pretty good to me. You know, she's like, you know, what we're used to from back in the 90s when it comes to, you know, good old Republican. Let's, you know, get behind her because she instills those values. But Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Mike Pence, all of those guys from they, they sounded like they were campaigning. In, like, the mid-'90s, there was nothing new to them at all. No, they've never adjusted. They've—, they've... And, I, and I'm afraid, as a party, they haven't adjusted either. I mean, I felt like the fix was in on who was going to, you know, be pushed ahead as, as far as the nominee goes when Ronald McDaniel was reelected. It's just like, okay, here we go again. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of issues— that's for damn sure. We got a lot of things to fix. Our side, our side is as against us as, as the other side is. Uh, Texas Panhandle Truth, they're bending us over and I'm hearing banjos. Yeah, I mean, it feels that way. It really does. I mean, we we lose out on all of this. And and it's it's not just even it's not just even confined to the Trump conversation. That's a big conversation. It's the biggest conversation. He's being frickin' dr drug over the coals for a bunch of nonsense because they're scared of him and they don't want him here. But but even take him out of the equation. We're seeing more of who they are because of, of Trump, for sure. But take him out of the equation. Pretend he never ran in 2016. Didn't run in 2020. We didn't see all the issues that we saw. We can't unsee that. I'm not suggesting you unsee that. But pr pretend all that stuff wasn't there. They still hate you. They still don't care about you and are going to do it's just gonna be more subtle. Right now they're having to be so overt about it, but it was it was there before. And now, you know, fast forward four years from now when Trump can't even run, eight years, twelve years from now, he won't be in the picture in terms of the election. He'll still be in the picture politically, I'm sure, but he won't be in the picture in terms of the election. Now we know. Now we know who really cares about our country and who really cares about the people. And there's like five of them. Yeah. And that's, that's a really, really depressing thing for sure. Um, okay. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Trump <clears throat> and how people are filing. They're filing. Now we knew that this was going to happen. It's happened. It's going to happen more. They're filing to try and take him off the ballot based on our uh, 14th amendment, section three, We'll get into that. If we can get things working with you guys on the space, we will get you involved. I apologize. I appreciate your patience as we work through some of these tech things. We'll get to other comments as well as well um, on, on the various video platforms. All that's coming up. we got a ton to cover still. Stick around. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. 
it won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, all right welcome back hour two here we go folks as if i didn't look at the count today but as of Friday, when I was doing some stuff for Mammoth Nation, by the way, we shot some new commercials while we were up in Milwaukee. It was a multitasking kind of trip, which is why I'm probably sick now. But shot some new commercials and then was doing a video for them Friday. And as of Friday, the Trump-Tucker interview was at over $254 million. $262 million as of right now. $262 million. So no, no small thing. So look, he... In terms of viewership, won the night. Won the night. It was a great interview. We've got at least one clip that we're going to get into here in a little bit. But but again, I come back to, is that is that the question? I think it was obvious that, I, look, take Trump out of it. That, that was Those numbers are crazy. I'm very impressed with those numbers. Everyone should be. 12 minutes into the debate, it already had 17 million views. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It was going to dominate. But even if, I mean, and it wouldn't have been as high, no doubt, if, if Tucker was talking to someone else. But Tucker could have grabbed someone from 7-Eleven. <laughs> and it would have beat the actual debate. Not by the margin that it did, not even close. I'm not suggesting. Trump's the biggest figure in, the, in, a, in any political movement in American history. So that's why you that's why you're at 262 
million. I'd love to know what kind of monetization came out of that. And also, Tucker, if you could just share some with us, that would be <laughs> that would be phenomenal. But those numbers are impressive. It was clear that as soon as he announced he was going to do that, that they were going to win the viewership ratings that night. Absolutely. And they did. And they and they not only won, but they curb stomped the shit out of the out of the debate. No two ways about it. But again, I'll ask, is that the question? Is that the question or the discussion that we should be having? Oh, look at how well this went versus how the other went. I don't think that it is. I don't think that it is. And I and I think that that's where we're going wrong on our side and we're playing right into the hands of the uniparty, not just the left, the uniparty, because I, I, I think that we're having the wrong conversations. We're getting emotionally entangled in this in the wrong stuff that doesn't really matter. And, and that's not to say that it doesn't matter at all, but I, but you know what I'm saying. I'm saying it as it pertains to the the primary, eventually the general, and more importantly, the the, the uniparty and the deep state's plans for Trump. That that's what really matters. And it's it's all freaking ridiculous. But 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 at the end of the day, fast forward to November 2024. Will this? Tucker interview that's netted 262 million views to date and will be higher, no doubt. Does it really mean anything? It does to us because it means people are paying attention to this conversation of two people that we like a lot. But in, in brass tacks, does it really mean anything? I don't know that it does. Yeah, I don't know if it translates into votes or if it just translates into views and just curiosity of what he was going to say. Right. I think there's a little of both in there. I think the people who, you know, are Trump supporters, to them, that's all, you know, the views are are it. And that shows a tremendous amount of grassroots support for Trump and his campaign. By the same token, a lot of those views are also haters or just people who are kind of, you know, passive consumers uh, of news who just wanted to, you know, heard about all the hype and wanted to be a part of it to see what he had to say. Did they listen to the entire 45 minutes? I doubt it. No, and that's not how the metrics on social yeah, work. I mean, it, it's it, ex yeah. exactly. So uh, it, it's a very it's a, we've ne this is we, and it's almost cliche. We always say this is very uncharted territory. It really is because we didn't realize how much of a setup it was for the last thirty years, as far as who is going to be the nominee for each party. And now it's becoming even more clear that the way that it was in the nineties with the Republican Party, where it's like, oh yeah, you know, it was Bob Dole's turn, let him run. You know, it's always somebody's turn. Yeah. And I think the RNC would really like to get back to that. And also, I think the deep state would. And they would be, okay, this is somebody else that we know that is coming from the RNC who they've signed off on who's going to play well with us and do ex exactly everything that we tell them to do. Yeah. No, they would absolutely love that. But, I mean, again, even let's say that for the sake of, of viewership— the 262 million people that laid eyes, which absolutely were not all Trump supporters. That's just, there's media, there's haters, there's all of that. Let's say that they all were, though. If, if in the end, D.C. has the fix in, and they know how this is going to go, there could have been a billion viewers on there, and it doesn't fucking matter. 
And that's 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 where I think again we get wrapped up in, and I do too sometimes. Uh, this is bullshit. We should be doing this, and that's I'm calling them out on this. But it doesn't even it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you say, Drew, or what you guys say in the audience, or what Tom says, or or this host over here says, or what Bongino says, or what this guy says, or it's what what are they going to do? Because once they have their 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 sights set on something and they have a plan that they have in motion that they're going to set in place. We've we've seen in the last seven, eight years, we don't really matter. That's a huge problem. I'm not saying don't fight back against it, but as it pertains to a single election, even if it's the most important election in our country's history, I just don't know that this this that, that this matters. It, it all it does is say, hey, it, it does in the sense, I guess, that that you're you're waking more people up, saying everyone likes him and what he's pushing. Doesn't mean everyone thinks he's perfect, but they like him and would vote for him. And you're telling us no, and that's a problem. So it, it ends horribly for the country down the road. But in terms of in terms of just the election, when you're when you're breaking it down simplistically like that, I I, I just don't think that it matters. Well, 2016 caught the deep state off guard. They really thought that they had all their fail safes put in place, and the American voter wouldn't. Would, would just fall in line and Hillary Clinton would be, you know, would be the next president of the United States. Fortunately, that didn't happen. But you've got people like, you know, remember those infamous texts between the lovers, Paige and Strzok, and Strzok yeah. is saying, don't worry, we have an insurance policy. They were caught so flat-footed, and when I say they, I mean the deep state, especially the FBI, in the fact that Trump actually ended up winning, and their insurance policy was the Russiagate stuff, was a Christopher Steele dossier that Hillary Clinton had financed. So, of course, that was the beginning of their insurance policy. That was seven years ago. They've learned a lot in that seven years. They've made adjustments. They're going to have all kinds of contingency plans to make sure that 2016 doesn't happen again and will never happen again. And if if you're of the mindset that the uh, the election's going to be free and fair and everything's going to be fine, then why haven't any Democrats and Democrats or in Republicans and Republican states or even Republicans and Democrat states start petitioning for you know the the voting. Uh, all the COVID voting that was happening and try and reinforce their constitution where, you know, you have people, places like Pennsylvania that redid their constitution just so they could have mail-in ballots. I don't see any sort of fighting from Republicans at a state level to ensure that Republican votes are going to be counted and, and the uh, election is going to be on the up and up. Yeah. No, I... It, it just where we... I'm, and I'm paying attention to a lot of your comments that are coming in. We'll try and get to some of them on the various different platforms here. Uh, did you, do you want to do a test real quick, Disco? Yeah, if we could see the show. Can you talk for us again? Oh, there it is. I don't know. I'm so sorry, guys. I just feel I, I'm just going to pause. You just, just hold. Until we get it right. Okay, perfect. No, no sweat on me. I don't, gosh, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep plugging away. You can end scene. Okay. Yes, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Thank no, you. it just is what it is. And again, folks, I, I, we talk about this off off camera on breaks, before the show, after the show, usually at the bar because you, you need some some medication for it. But none, no, there's a lot of stuff that we talk about, including some of the stuff we're talking about today, including stuff that particularly as it pertains to Trump, 
that we don't want to talk about and we don't want to see the way that it is. I saw an interview earlier today. I'm not going to even reference which one it is specifically, but but you see some of these folks though that are 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 further right than a lot of you guys are in the audience. We've got a mixture. We've got people all over the country. We've got people all over the globe who come in and and listen, and we're so grateful for each and every one of you. And we're grateful for each of your opinions, but there's some that are, are as we all have, have seen, much further right. And it's just, everything's positive. Don't worry, this is gonna get fixed. He's gonna win. He's gonna win before the election even happens. He's gonna be there. He's still the president. You hear all these things all the time. It's like, no guys, it's not, it's not going down that way. It's not going down that way. I, I, you hear that stuff all the time. Don't worry, Trump's still in charge of the military. No, he's not. <laughs> Don't worry, Trump's doing this. Don't worry, Trump's gonna win. I hope Trump does win again. That'd be great. That'd be great. But that's but but let's come back to reality for a second and talk about all the issues that have to be solved until we get to that point. Before we get to that point, and 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 it's I know it's frustrating to hear, and people think I'm crazy all the time because I'll say I don't see I don't see what you're talking about in that point, and I think we're going to lose on that particular issue. No, no, no. Everything's got everything's not positive. Look around. COVID's coming back for Pete's sakes. We're going to talk about fucking COVID after in the third hour today because it's back. And again, I, I don't even know what I have right now. It's either that or some sort of monkey born disease, <laughs> not monkey pox. I didn't do that in Milwaukee, but um, <laughs> well, I mean, just yeah, look maybe. what happened since 2016 and Trump got in office. Look at the midterms of 2018, losing the house, you know, and, and Democrats picking up seats in the Senate. And then you go on to 2020, and look what happened there. It was, as soon as Trump won that election, it was like everything that could be done by the deep state to make sure that he, he was stymied at every turn was done. Whether the, if it was, you know, shenanigans with any of the um, elections in 2018 that got people into the House, like the a AOCs and the squads of the world, yeah, or was it, you know— because that definitely wasn't grassroots because, you know, after all this time, we on the right felt like getting Trump into the presidency and outsider was a huge victory to try and, and right the ship of of America. But then subsequent elections after that, our hopes have been dashed every single time, including the red wave that we all thought that was going to happen. And then it was just it 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 fizzled. And. Our one victory in 2016 has led to three other defeats over the, the period of, of time since Trump was in the off was president. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. And it's been stinging, stinging, like meaningful losses ever since that have put us on this trajectory. And there's lots of people talking in, in, in the crowd and, and talking about how we should dismantle the government and govern, govern ourselves. They're all worthless. They are absolutely but as other people are saying, Umbrella Echo, I, 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 it's, it's just not going to happen. The, the will of the people is not there, at least yet. And again, we're not advocating for anything here on the show. Not going to do that. That's not who we are. But, but it's not there yet. I mean, think how many people you know out there in your, your circle, your friends, your family, your colleagues, who don't really see many things wrong with where we're going right now as a country, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, and that's why things aren't going to change in the near term. They just can't. The others, and the other side sees that. The other side sees that, 
and they know, hey, we're going to divide people because we have to have division. We've got to sow chaos for us to to execute some of these plans and bring in this this Marxist revolution. But we've also got to have some people who are just asleep. We've got to do it subtly enough, even though it's really not so subtle anymore, but we've got to do it subtly enough in their eyes that we can do this where there's a bunch of people who still look at, even though they're registered Republicans, as an example, look at their fellow con conservatives and Republicans and are like, you're crazy, even though most of them aren't. But that, 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 that's, that's why none of that's going to happen. It's, 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 there's just too many people not paying attention and sadly, the only way that ends is it gets to a is a an inflection point, a tipping point in the end, where something nasty has to happen. I so. I, I saw a meme the other day where it was uh, it's a picture of uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, and it's like it, it's I'm ten years old when I realized that his version of the Joker is not that far off from what needs to happen here in America. Mm -hmm. You know this chaos of you know you got to choose between the, these people and these people, and it's like man he might be onto something here. And if you think about it, and, I, and usually I'm scrolling at night and I'm sitting there in the dark <laughs> my dark bedroom like. Oh, maybe the Joker was right, <laughs> you know, but but it's it's bad that that's where we're at right now. And it's, you know, there's a part of it that's a little true. Heath Ledger was a prophet. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I'm not. He didn't do Cold Mountain. <clears throat> huh? Cold Mountain? Not Cold Mountain. Brokeback Broke Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, I was Cold like, Mountain what's was, Cold Mountain? Uh, what's the other one? Uh, and I'm not advocating that things like that need to happen. I'm just saying when you think about that character and what he was saying, he's like, I'm just a, a dog chasing cars. When I get to the car, I don't know what to do with it, you know? And so it's, but it's, you're sitting there going, man, like there's something there, but it's crazy. You don't want anything like that to happen. Yeah. No, but, no, you, you don't for sure. Well, let's move on. Let's, but we're sticking with Trump here because the Democrat operation keep Trump out has now reached the final solution stage for them. You've got attorney Lawrence Kaplan who filed a challenge claiming Trump cannot legally be on the 2024 ballot because, quote, he's engaged in an, insurrect an insurrection. Here's another quote from the, 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 the filing itself. The bottom line here is that President Trump both engaged in an insurrection and also gave aid and comfort to other individuals who are engaging in such act actions within the clear meaning of those terms as defined in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, assuming that the public record to date is accurate and we have no evidence to the contrary, Trump is no longer eligible to seek office of the President of the United States or of any other state of the Union. So you, you're going to start seeing this. We've, we've been calling this for a long time. We've referenced... No, no one ever knew what, what the 14th Amendment Section 3 was before all of this <laughs> stuff happened, but everyone does now, or they should. But you're going to see more of this. And I'm not saying Kaplan's is going to stick. Maybe it does. I hope it doesn't. But you're going to see a hard, you know, full court press for this to happen so they can do an emotional, emotional decision just like they did for impeachments and stuff like that and be like, yep, he's off. He can't be there. And it's the most ludicrous thing ever because January 6th was not an insurrection. I don't care what you think. I don't care what side you vote for, which camera angle you saw. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. Look up the definition of insurrection. And then if you still land on, you think it was an in insurrection, go fuck yourself. That's a stupid, that's a stupid take. It's just not what it was. Was it a good day? No. I've been one of the first to say, I thought it was an awful day for our country. It looked awful. But guess what? It was also designed to look awful. So multiple things can be true at once. I don't know if it's wise to tell audience members to, 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 to do, but 
You get the point. You get the point. I don't think it was an insurrection. <laughs> well, if it was an insurrection, it would have ended up like what's going on in Niger right now, where the president is, you know, being held against his will by a militia that has taken over right. the government and it has instituted their own government. Yes. No, exactly. It, it just—and and then, and then said president at the time, Trump, who you said in, incited this insurrection, would not have left office— peacefully now you don't like that he's whining about it still i get it i i understand what you're saying but he left office he's not an authoritarian authoritarian would have would actually have incited it would have said you're going to do this or else you're going to get killed and i'm not leaving office bring me a fucking steak that's what he would have said gosh we had so many good steaks in milwaukee <laughs> it was it was outstanding but that's what it would have happened but that's not what happened because that's not the case it drives me crazy when I see attorneys who are like, especially this guy who's saying, oh, Trump shouldn't be on the ballot in these states, and and they all refer to the Constitution. And I always laugh at attorneys, especially when they bring up the Constitution, and they're like, well, I had to go to law school and be accredited, and I really don't think that you should have to go to law school to be attorney, but and that's a debate that I would be glad to have with people at a different time. <laughs> But they're all saying, oh, it's unconstitutional. I'm an attorney. I know what I'm talking about. Well, you know what? There weren't any attorneys who drafted the Constitution. As far as I know, I'm not sure if there were any law schools in the United States. And I don't think any of the founding fathers had that sheepskin saying there were attorneys. So when an attorney's talking about the Constitution, I don't give a shit what he has to say because the people who did it didn't don't have this highfalutin degree that this guy has and his opinion doesn't mean shit to me his opinion carries just as much weight as somebody who does not have a law degree actually the person who doesn't have the law degree carries a lot more weight because that person all they learned in law school was how how to argue by pointing out to different cases yeah that and that's an interesting take i yeah but but i but i agree i mean First, I would just say don't become a lawyer in general <laughs> with schooling or without schooling, whether you're an OJT kind of a lawyer or or a papered lawyer. Uh, but, uh, man, I, I just I, – I think, I think that we've got a real tough time ahead because I think that this is going to come – and people are saying in here he was, you know, he was never charged with that. He was cleared of all of that. He was uh, absolutely, and even the impeachments that happened, you had media and other people change their mind. I, I still distinctly remember. I don't remember the exact words, but I remember after the second impeachment pertaining to January six, CNN weeks and weeks later after the impeachment, saying, "Well, we don't know if this made sense anymore." Now they've gone back on that again because they need the insurrection tune and discussion going on now for for all that's happening as it pertains to this election. But they change their mind there because that's what they do. They get you tied up in knots, get you to pull, pull some string, pull a lever emotionally, be be all charged up about something, and then they talk about the facts and the truth later. So that that's what's tricky about this is it doesn't the truth doesn't matter. The facts don't matter. It doesn't matter what happened on November 3rd, 2020, and how the people voted. It doesn't matter what Trump said or didn't say on January 6th. That's the that's the big issue here. That's the real conversation, and that's the conversation that the left should be having, too. They should be like, wait a tick. This doesn't seem right. It seems like none of this is real. We're in the fucking Truman Show. <laughs> yes, that's what you should be saying. That's what you should be seeing.
I, 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 I just don't, I don't see how, how we've gotten this, this far tangled up in this, but, but I do see what the, what the play is. And I do I, I mean, I think that there is a reasonable chance that they're able to execute one of these claims and get him off of there. I just do. And that's not, again, that doesn't mean that's what I want. I don't. You listen to my, a lot of you listen to my show every day. So grateful for you. Me saying something is not the same as me wanting something. And I think you guys get that. I just, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they are able to pull this or something similar off to it. I, 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 in fact, I'm almost to the point where I'd be more shocked if they didn't. They're trying to make Trump so radioactive now that even if he does get through and get on the ballot, he's going to have a hard time filling his cabinet. I mean, he's having a hard time right now getting attorneys because his attorneys that have been indicted in Atlanta and Georgia, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to defend them. And now they're being called in, you know, into this frivolous RICO case. And all they all they're guilty of doing are text messages between each other and 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 different state electoral um, offices just trying to figure out if there were any um, um, (laughs) I'm getting stumbling I feel like I'm having a Joe Biden moment irregularities within the voting yeah and all of a sudden that is criminalized it doesn't make any sense to a lot of people unless you're a hardcore Democrat who has been promised that Trump would be behind bars and so finally this mugshot is your payoff yeah how many times did Al Gore call for a recount I mean, twice, every, right? Everyone, At least. N- no one in, in recent memory has been okay with the yeah. results of an Hillary election. Hillary Clinton has had, has she conceded the 2016 election? Not no. yet. <laughs> Stacey Abrams in between bites. I, I, I won. I, no, you didn't. You, you won at the Golden Corral. You dominated. <laughs> but you didn't win the election. You just didn't. But, but again, it's a double standard. It's not, it's just not the way that it works. Uh, there's been some awesome comments in here. Foster saying, no one's been convicted of insurrection. How can 45 be convicted of being the ringleader? Fair point if we were in Good a fair point. world. 100%. Yeah. Um, no one's been charged with it. You're absolutely right. And I also feel like, and I said it, it, said it once, and I'll say it again, it doesn't seem like anybody within the RNC is coming to Trump's defense. And that tells me all I need to know about where their position is. Because if... In a situation like this, where you have somebody from your party who's a former president being persecuted by deep state actors and also permanent Washington, you would be fighting up into the end. You would be, you know, making sure that there were attorneys available. You would be pushing back at every moment. And they're just kind of like, oh, well, yeah, he's here. But, you know, it's time to move on. On to Iowa. Yeah. You know. Well, I think it's disappointing. I think I think you're right. I think it's disappointing that no one's coming to his defense because you could be a DeSantis guy. You could be a Vivek guy. You could be one of the other people who has no shot in this race running. But you should still see this for what it is and call bullshit. And that, that should resonate if, if you've got actual good followers and supporters. That should resonate with your supporters. But, but more importantly, no one's coming to his defense. But I think it also speaks to the fact that D.C. knows— the fix is in. They know how this is going because if they thought, if some of these people thought Trump was going to win, they would want to be all in on that. They would be capitalizing on it, whether they're, they're leveraging themselves for a cabinet position, VP, or just 
for stumping to their to their constituents to sound cool and relevant. That's how these guys play the game, right? I think that they would be doing that. I, I, I think that it's very telling on a lot of fronts, and it's not just that they're not sticking up for him. I think I think the DC kind of knows where where things are going here. Right, and we saw that during the debate when the question was asked about climate change. And Nikki Haley and the rest of the Rhino Republicans were all in on climate change because they know if the old-school Republican apparatus is going to take over again, that they need to be a bit more moderate when it comes to climate change issues. And you can't be totally against climate change and calling it a hoax like Vivek did. Right. And— curry the swing voters you know people are on the fence who it's a really big deal to them and so to me seeing everybody on that stage who said yes it is a big deal it's like okay it's the people who i'd expect to say that that is a pressing issue yeah no and everyone really disappointed on that and i think even vivek's response while it was great with his hand raised i i to me i think that was just gamesmanship and he and he gamed it all night i thought i thought he gamed it well and i'm not trying to piss in his cheerios i don't know if he eats Cheerios, but, but I just don't think, I just don't think it was genuine. I don't think that he's necessary. He hasn't proven to me yet that he's genuine. I I'd love it if he, if he did, because his recent stances, I agree with, but those have not been his stances until recently, which should be a flag for, for people. But I was really disappointed in how the rest of the people responded to that. But I think you're absolutely right. They need to get, they need to get some of those votes, and that's how they that's how they do it. I was disappointed on that. I was disappointed on Ukraine. Oh yeah, that was huge. I mean, and even the people who did eventually raise their hands on things, it was kind of like, I mean, seeing grown men and and one woman. I don't remember what she did with her hand during that time, but <clears throat> seeing them kind of look around when you're running to be the leader and be like. Will you, what will you do? And I, maybe it was Ukraine, maybe it was a different question, but I, I do not forget the moment in my head because I'm laying in bed. It had been a long ass day. I almost died of fucking heat exhaustion in Milwaukee. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? And lying in bed after all this, and I'm watching it, and I see them looking around like, should I raise it? Nope. Oh, yep. And like, what are you people doing? The little alligator arm coming Yeah, up. know who you are. Raise it proud. You don't have to do the big, like, you know, Indian smile as like Vivek did, like, but raise it or keep it down or be like, you know, give a double bird, do something that's just strong and says who you are. I saw the exact opposite of that in that moment. And it was terrifying. It's like, holy shit, holy shit. Like odds are, odds are there, there's, there is a, ch there's a chance that they will not let Trump win this thing or not let him be on the ballot. If that's the case, we're dealing with people here, and I like the, I like some of them on that stage, but we're dealing with people who couldn't figure out what their policy was and had to literally look around the fucking room to see <laughs> what their policy was. That was really concerning to me. Yeah. Welcome to America in 2023. Okay, we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll keep going with this. There's also there's also a conservative. If, let's use finger parents. Uh, I don't like to define what conservatives are. I think that's a a, a a troubling new phenomena within the conservative movement. But there's there's a conservative who's pushing also to have Trump removed from the ballot. And was it New Hampshire, something like that? One of those small states. Um, not saying that you're insignificant, in but I, I think it was New Hampshire. I think so, too. I, I've offended enough people today. Anyways, we'll just keep going. We're going to talk about that. We got plenty more to get to. All that's coming up on the other side of the break.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Welcome back, folks. Here we go. Let's keep talking Trump here for a little bit because there's lots of meat on that bone. There just there just is, right? And you, you've got well. There's. I want to get to a clip from from Trump and Tucker the other day, which kind of leads us to. Uh, 
That's a whole, uh, we'll get there. You're like, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. We'll get there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you in a second. But there, there was a representative in New Hampshire that I want to talk about. And we're not going to go far into this, but just sticking with the trend of what we were discussing before, of of Kaplan, who's made this this filing with the federal courts to try and get Trump off of the ballot based on the Fourteenth Amendment, Section Three, something that we think is going to happen. Uh, meaning more people are going to file it, not necessarily that it's going to happen, although I, I, I'm certainly not ruling that out. But you're going to start to see that more and more. And there was even this, uh, I, I got to find his name in here, and I don't know if I have it anymore in my notes, but there was a, there was a guy, no, it wasn't this one, Disco, but there was a guy in New Hampshire who ran for office there, was a Trump supporter, and is also talking about, he's not yet done it, but is talking about himself. Now, I think whenever you see this, when you say, I was a Republican and I'm doing this, it sounds like Adam Kinzinger and, you know, someone who claims they're a Republican. I don't know much about the guy. But the question is, is, is this what you're going to start to see moving forward? You know the left's going to do this, but where they're going to try and pull on those heartstrings is they're going to get some people who are labeled, have an R in front of their name, labeled conservative and say, I stand with this. In fact, I'm filing my own filing to, to get this, 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 this out there and, and in open discussion and, and for debate and for the courts to decide, yada, yada, yada. And then because they're so-called conservatives, it, it pulls more independent people, more just right of center, uh, right of center people into the, the discussion to the point where they start to, you get more momentum on that. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, this seems reasonable, right? Cause that's what they've done that with a lot of the impeachment stuff too. I mean, think about it. You, when, when they did a made for TV special <laughs> with Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger who claimed to be Republicans, they're not, but they, all, don't forget, they hired a legit Hollywood producer to produce that to produce special. That. Yeah. So you've got that. Clearly, they're trying to manipulate the American public with that. And then you've got two so-called Republicans who are there. And it's all for the sake of manipulation into saying, hey, we're Republicans, too, and we're going against this. It's OK for you to go against Trump and that's that's what and it is. It's okay for you to be anti-Trump and be a conservative. I, I don't have a problem with that. That's not where I am, but I, I don't have a problem if you do. But it's it's not okay to just be a dumbass who goes along with a line or a script that someone is feeding you. And that's I think what they're gonna start to do with this. That, that's why I bring this up is you've got this dude, it's a dude, he wears a cowboy hat. I can't think of his fucking name. He doesn't really matter, but he he's pushing it and saying I'm weighing it. It's with great it's with great uh, trepidation and all this stuff that I'm thinking of doing it. But he's thinking of doing it. And while his maybe won't matter, maybe it will. I don't know. I think you're going to start to see more of that because then they can say conservatives are agreeing, even though conservatives aren't agreeing. Some conservatives are agreeing. That's like saying all doctors agree or, or scientists agree the that consensus. climate change is real. Like yeah, because you talk to five. And you paid them to say that they that it is, but but I, I think that that's something that's going to start to happen more and more. Oh yeah, you're going to have people who are rhinos and who are bought and paid for by the donor class who are going to say, okay, we we've got to stop this Trump momentum. 
Right. And the only way that we can do that is to get him off the ballot. Again, it, we, we've talked about it a few times in a few different segments. It's like Trump against the world right now. His own party seems to be distancing themselves from them, from, yeah. from him, as they did from the moment that he took office. You had, you know, a couple of people trying to act like they were on his team, you know, like Cocaine Mitch to make sure that his old lady, you know, got a cabinet position and so forth. But they're not his friends. Yeah. I, I don't really don't see anybody in permanent Washington, the Washington Republican establishment who is the friend of any outsider. They don't like you. And if they can't get rid of you, they're going to try and buy you off and to get get you to come on board and vote the way that you're supposed to vote and say the things that you're supposed to say. And just let's be the happy losers that always, you know, try and put up the good fight and, you know, try to be above the fray. And that's not us. And, you know, all that happy headed bullshit that we've heard for the last 30 years That's they they want to they want a restoration of that. They're really pissed off. One of the reasons that they're pissed off about Trump becoming president is the fact that they don't have any control over the voters because the voters turned their back you know, on Jeb Bush and, and any other candidate that they wanted to push forward. Everybody hung tough with Trump, and they just had to hold their nose and go with it. Now I think you're going to see an uptick of establishment Republicans at the state level who are going to push to get him off the ballot. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. So that's so that's kind of—I'm glad you said that, because that segues into kind of where I wanted to go next— what happens if you start losing certain key states? You're off the ballot in certain key states, whether it's Texas, Ohio, Wisconsin, Arizona, whatever. How does that look if you're if you're the Trump campaign and 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 you're looking at this election and you're looking at how you have to stack up these wins and then you can't? Because people say, oh, he's he's not going to get taken off everywhere. Or he's, they're not going to say he can't run anywhere. He, it doesn't have to work that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It can be a couple chinks in the armor that turn the whole thing. Ohio, Wisconsin, Arizona, you're out. Yeah, you're done. You're done. And and, and I think that that's, that's what you have to get into. You've got to get into the weeds here. Understand how the other side plays. Again, forget what you like and what you want and what you think, all of that for a second. I'm not saying you don't matter and your thoughts don't matter. I'm just saying... Table them for one second. Think about the other side. Think about what the other side needs to do to accomplish what they want, which is screw you, definitely screw Trump, and continue to usher in this Marxist revolution in our country. You don't have to go all the way and get him thrown in jail and taken off the ballot everywhere. You just have to get it done in a couple places, and you win. You meaning the other side in this case. Right, and you go back to the 2020 election. That, that election— was decided on 40,000 votes. Now, you can say, oh, you know, ballots were stuffed and this and that, but when you break it down to 40,000, if you're going to rig something, it's easy to have, if you're going to rig, you know, 10,000 votes here, 5,000 votes here in this one county, and, and just kind of spread it out, if you do that, you're not, a drawing, you're not drawing attention to yourself, and the deed is done. Yeah. And to me, that's what the 2020 election looked like. With 
Were there were there some irregularities? Yeah, but if you have the ability to hide it within forty thousand votes, it's it becomes almost untraceable at that point, especially when they're spread out in different counties in different states. Yeah, and I think that that preparation like that is already underway for the twenty twenty four election. And I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer and oh, there's no way we're going to win or anything. You know, when Trump won in 2016, I'm sure there were little fail-safes put in there to make sure that Hillary was going to have enough votes. But the polls were so overwhelmed by people coming in and voting for Trump, it swayed the election. Yeah. And they, again, they learned from it. They put different fail-safes in for 2020, and they're working on it for 2024 right now. Yeah. And the only way to do it, I think, is just to over overwhelm the system with votes. 100%. And there's people talking about, we've talked about this before, I, I think maybe last week, maybe, actually not last week, the week prior, but people talking about write-ins and that people will write him in. I just don't think you're going to, again, you've got to understand, a lot of people will, tens of millions of people might even, but you got to understand how many people are traditionalists out there who will just vote for whoever the GOP nominee is. Right, right wrong, and different. That's not the that's not the question. Again, we got to ask the right questions. What will people actually do? You're not going to have 75 million plus people write in Trump's name or anyone's name for that matter. It's just not going to happen. People are because they're creatures of habit, because they're tired of they've got Trump fatigue, because they buy into some of the bullshit that's fed to them by the media, whatever the case might be. You're you're not going to. No one's going to win an election on write-ins it's just not going to happen it's not going to and i i don't i don't like saying that and pissing in people's cheerios but but you're not going to win twice second time today yeah Yeah, yeah. apparently that's the theme for today (laughs) but you're not you're not going to win with write-ins i and i and i think f news i think you're right and and jill and some of the other people are talking there's going to be so many people if they get him off the ballot that write him in it will be the most write-ins ever no one will ever sniff it but it won't be enough to win. It just won't. And you know it, and I know it, we all know it, and it doesn't matter what we want. It matters what will happen. And and it's it's all bullshit, but it's but it's it's real. It's real. And that leads us to kind of this next this next thing. And again, I'm not pushing for this. I've seen it. I freaking talked about it for over an hour today with a shrink, and we'll deal with that after the show. But there's there's talk of you know what what about war what what are we leading towards this that was one of the questions Tucker posed to Trump during his interview that garnered 262 million views last week let's take a listen to this exchange here and then we'll discuss do you think we're moving towards civil war there's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love uh, you know. January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. Uh, I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And you know some of the crowds I've spoken before. And uh, like July 4th on the mall, uh, I think they had a million people there. Uh, But I think that the biggest crowd I've ever spoken before was on January 6th. And people that were in that crowd, a very, very small group of people, and we said, patriotically and peacefully, peacefully and patriotically, right? Nobody ever says that. Go peacefully and patriotically. But 
people that were in that crowd that day, very small group of people went down there, and then you, there are a lot, of, a lot of scenarios that we can talk about. But people in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever experienced. There was love in that crowd. There was love and unity. I have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love, and I've also never seen simultaneously and from the same people such hatred of what they've done to our country. So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving I, I towards don't something. Know. I don't know, because I don't know what it, you know, I, I can say this. Uh, there's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. It is a bad combination. And we do have those things. There's, there's, Tom always says it. I always reference the Tom always says it. <laughs> but people are running around at an eight. You, you, they, people wake up and get out of bed at an eight. And it's just true. Some of you don't, and God bless you. And please tell me what you're doing, because <laughs> I want to, like, channel that. Uh, but but people are, are roaming around pissed off, ready to go, feeling as though they've been betrayed and abandoned by their government. And in most respects, they have been. And it's also this tough, tough thing, this, this tough proposition that we're facing where no one wants to be the one to start anything. But they are. I mean, they're starting it with policies and some of the stuff they're pushing down on us. But we're, we're closer than we've ever been in almost 200 years to civil war. It's, 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 a, it's a troubling thing. And no one, again, no one should want that. And I like a good fight. <laughs> Violence is great in, in, the right, in the right setting. But... No one should want that, but we are. We're getting closer to that, and 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 that's 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 where the left is miscalculating this. Is whether it's Trump stuff, gun control stuff, COVID stuff. We're going to talk COVID again here in a little bit. Whatever it is, basically infringing on people's rights, their views, and their abilities to to live out the the American dream, live out the way where their voice actually counts and matters for something in our, our, our constitutional republic, which most of the people in D.C. don't even know that's what we are, that leads us to this point where you get to the point where people are on the edge. And, and I'm just as frustrated. I mean, listen, I talk about this every day. I'm so frustrated about this. I do think we're getting to the point as a, as a tinderbox of a country where something bad is going to happen. I don't want it to, but I think it's going to. I, I don't know when or, or what's going to be the trigger. But I think we're there. I will say this. I'm not going to start it over Trump stuff. And that might offend some of you. I won't start it over Trump stuff. I will start it over what they're doing to Trump or anyone. It's, it's not the fact that it's Trump. It's the fact of what they're doing. Fill in the blank with anyone. Put your name in there. Put another candidate's name in there. It's, it's how the government has been weaponized against you that has everyone on edge and everyone thinking this. I, I won't fight blindly for any person on here. Unless your name is Jesus Christ... I'm not fighting for you. I'm just not doing it. But if if there's injustice in the collective of what's going on, okay, I can get behind that. And that's where I think most people are in this. There's some people who will do it just because it's Trump. But 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 that's where our country is on this this really tough trajectory right now is is it's it's really the collective. Again, you could replace his name 
and the net result would be the same. American people, the voting people are getting screwed. And that's a big problem. Oh, they're getting screwed big time. And at least with Trump, all the curtains have been pulled back. We can see exactly how corrupt our government is and how corrupt the system is. And to me, the, the his, Trump spreading light on that has been the greatest thing that I've seen in a long period of time. The government has always treated people of the country shitty. Yeah. And and they've gotten to the point now where their disdain for the average vo- voter is just it, it's it makes my stomach turn when I think about it. Even when we had our westward expansion and people could homestead. So people would go out, they get a plot of land, they go to war with the Apaches or whoever it was. They would endure a lot of casualties. Children were killed, husbands, wives were all killed, some homesteads were burnt down. But as soon as some homesteads were established and peace was made with the Indians in that area or the Indians had left, the government came in. And said, hey, I know you could have, we told you you could have whatever land that you wanted as long as you surveyed it. And we got your survey. And so now you owe us taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so the government is always using whatever, whatever side of the government, whatever side of the populace the government can use. They've done it ever since the beginning to yeah. make one side do something for them and then come back and say, oh, by the way, here's your bill. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I laugh. It's not funny at all. But that is, that, that is the thing. I mean, it has always been this way, just not as maybe as, as egregious as it is now, but also right. part of it's we didn't have access to all the information back then. I mean, you didn't, with, the, with, with the growth of social media and how information spreads so fast and how more able we are to see things, that I wouldn't say that there's transparency because they don't, they don't actually show us that stuff, but there is still in, the, in its own right, right? I mean, you still see yeah. what's going on. Up until Trump, the politicians would always give us the illusion of freedom. Right. And then once Trump took office, they took that illusion away. And we're like, hey, guess what, fools? You're really not that free. And, you know, you you getting behind Trump and getting him into office, it's payback time. We're about to break your backs. And I do think that a lot of things that Biden's doing now is the deep state payback to the average citizen to make sure that the average person is like, you know what, when I voted for Trump and the the government's telling me that's a bad deal, and if we want things to get back to normal and they'll 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 take their knee you know off my neck, everything will be fine, and I just better do what they say, or else they're going to make my life a living hell too, just like they're doing Trump. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it, it, and 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 Ginger says if they keep Trump from running, that is another shit in our faces. Um, I think I'm translating that right, um, which it is, it is because again, it's what most people want. It's and that's how that's how things have to have to be looked at. That's that's just that's just the sad, ridiculous truth. Well, most people want to be told what to do. No, no, no. Most oh. people want him to be able to run. Yes. Yeah. And, and again. That that includes people who might not vote for him. I know is a controversial, uh, which shouldn't be discussion or, or talking point, but everyone should want him to be able to run. Even the people on the left should be like, "You want to run? And the, if your side's going to vote for you, go ahead," because they've also been told he can't win, he can't this, that, and the other, and, and he might not be able to for reasons of of the government, not because of the voters. But but you should you should, 
It's free country. You want to run? Do it. Oprah, you want to run? Some other per Robert Duvall? Is he still alive? He's still alive. You want to run? Robert Get in there. I don't know why we're going that way. It's the most random name ever. But but we're going with it. Um, and if if nothing else, I don't think politically he agrees with us. But he would he would he would act out the job. He's ninety two years old. He's still alive. Yeah. He's still alive. Okay. By the way, gosh, Bob Barker, tough loss this weekend. We were just talking about him last week at Shakers, the bar I was telling you about. We were just talking about him, and I said he's, I said he's dead. <laughs> and I was corrected and told he wasn't, and then he did. So I kind of almost feel like I'm responsible. Well, you know, it, it, someone should have checked on him, and, I, and people did, but the, just to not be too insensitive. But you know, he was the closest without going over, you know, to the dollar. You know, 99 years old when he passed away. You know, so he wasn't over. Was so it? yeah, so but That's uh, true. but it was it, it, you know it, I I <laughs> messaged you guys I was like oh my gosh it happened and I was like were we just talking about this and it just uh, yeah horrible it really was prayers for the family I almost accidentally killed him in 2019 <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah I was at a grocery store in Hollywood and I was in a hurry and I came around a corner to an aisle and there he was face to face and he's a lot taller than I am and I looked up and I was like oh excuse me. And Bob went like this. He stared right at me. He was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Bob Barker, please don't die. Please don't die, Bob Don't Barker. have a heart attack. Not right now. <laughs> now, now was, was this the, the look you're having now? Is this the look you had in 2019, or was it the short hair? I can't no, remember. I short hair and a close crop. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, so I, I was it, 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 he had been such an iconic figure, and to think that, his death may have been on my hands. But then after that, when you scare somebody, an elderly person, as badly as I did because of him making the sign of the cross and then bowing his head, <laughs> you can't say, oh, hey, nice to meet you. You know, your chance— Huge fan. <laughs> yeah, of a pleasant interaction are no. gone. Yeah. The best thing you can do is tuck your tail between your legs and head down the aisle and get the rice that you were supposed to get. Man, I gosh, I hope you got something better than rice and roti. Well, it's a San Francisco treat, so I mean, yeah, that's true. No, yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you did not. To be clear, Tom Cunningham did not kill Bob Barker. Oh, well, we never know. I mean, that was in 2019. You never know. Last time, <laughs> thanks. Uh, but it, but it was uh, it, it was rough. Uh, I'm killing kidding. Umbrella Echo. I don't want Oprah to run. Uh, Oprah can't run, Drew. Come on, man. I know. You get a car, and you get a car. That's what would happen. That's, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, at least if we're going to go full socialism, like, at least give us some good shit. Um, but, but She I, holds yeah. a special episode every year. Mm. <laughs> Here's what America's getting. <laughs> well, speaking of just keeping things rosy and happy, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about COVID. Yay. We haven't talked about it in a long time. In fairness, we haven't talked about it in a long time. We haven't. But now the Biden administration needs to bring it back because they just do. They've got they want a new booster shot or vaccine. They want everyone running around scared. And we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it on the other side of the break. We got plenty of other stuff we're gonna get to too as well. Ginger, uh, have a great day. We're glad you were here with us. We'll see all the rest of you on the other side of the break. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, 
and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great, great products. products. Don't, Don't get, get angry. angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, 
Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections, and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. 
supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. Welcome back, folks. Think about it. It might be five o'clock now. And we've moved on to different beverages here. Five o'clock some. Was that the song? That's right. Five o'clock yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I think I've listened to it with you yeah. before. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. I don't like little things like five o'clock somewhere. I, I hate phrases like that. You do? They're on my ban list. Things, phrases that come out that get used over and over and over again, I try and limit out of my repertoire. So you're not like a thank God it's Friday kind of a guy. TGIF. No. Yep. <laughs> Put that in your bottom and uh, not your thing. I get it. I don't like anything mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Hmm. Uh, but... We all start our day. Most of us start our day with a cup of coffee. Most of us have some pretty significant events throughout our life where it involves a cup of coffee. It usually does. Birth of a child, business meetings, connecting with an old friend, whatever the case might be. But make sure when you have those moments, because we all have them, make sure that you're having the right cup of coffee. Enter our friends at Thistle Creek Reserve. Folks, you can go to thistlecreekreserve.com. And save 10% with promo code Drew. This is an amazing organization and coffee company. They source their beans from overseas, from missionaries, more importantly, overseas. They give back with proceeds to those same missionaries, as well as to folks who are doing awesome ministry uh, throughout the planet, over whether it's Africa, South America, you name it. They're they're doing it and they're giving back to it. So it's really, really awesome. We're excited to be partnering with them. Go check it out. Check it out. It's thistlecreekreserve.com. Use promo code Drew to save 10%. Tons of amazing blends. They've got K-Cups coming, all sorts of stuff uh, in the works over there. So go check it out. Okay. So who's ready to talk COVID? Because now the kids are back in school and a presidential election is around the corner. It, of course, is time to usher in a new virus. A new pandemic. And here's what Joe, the feeble-minded stooge, had to say about a new vaccine. Take a listen. President, can you say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and the new variant? Yes, I can. As a matter of fact, I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to the Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. And tentatively... Not decided finally yet. Tentatively, it is recommended that it would likely be recommended that everybody get it, no matter what they got before. Okay. So the commies always state their intentions. And then when they're met with resistance, what do they do? They, like so many other issues, they back off and they reintroduce it with a different name. 
And of course, the usual rhinos in DC back that plan as well. And then the system just keeps repeating itself and repeating itself. Doesn't matter if it's climate change, COVID, gun control, all of those things. Every day, and this this what's coming, what we're about to experience on this and a lot of fronts for that matter, are just a constant reminder that there's only one party. Republicans always collapse when the stakes are the highest. And and we're going to see a lot of really disappointing stuff when it comes to votes, policies, where people land on things, when it comes to this issue, which is coming back. Again, you're hearing it. You're hearing about all these new strains. You're hearing about a new vaccine, which they want to mandate. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And and, and again, I'll toss it to you, Tom, but, but you're going <laughs> to see folks who who just cave to this, like, this is for the best interest, you should do it. If you've got a new variant that's coming out, and then all of a sudden you have a new vaccine for it, you made the variant. Right. <laughs> right? That's what it seems like to me. It seems like, well, this is all just ridiculous, and we're going through this again, and this helps out the Democrats because— uh, their base, you've got a bunch of neurotics who really enjoy and get off on being told what to do. Govern me harder, daddy. This is what I want. <laughs> do whatever you need to do to me. No safe words. Have at it. I'm ready to go. Whatever Which, you Which, by want. the way, Sheboygan was our safe word. <laughs> yep. yeah, which, surprisingly, Tom came up with it, but he never used it. Yeah. I hope I wouldn't use it with you two. <laughs> Do you know what a safe word is for? I know. <laughs> right. I know. But I, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. Safe words are this leather fetish that disco Sheboygan. <laughs> Where did the leather Govern fetish Govern me harder. <laughs> Govern, yeah, yeah, that's I think that's... you were on that thread. <laughs> they love the mask, and especially the far left, because they're hideous to begin with. It's the ugly person's best friend to be put. It's a, it's a, it, the mask for the left is like this religious significance. It's like the hijab for Muslim women. Yeah. It, it, it's that kind of cultural or religious significance for them. It shows their deference and their obedience to their religion, which their religion is their party and communism. Well, actually, their religion is climate change. And the mask is just a reminder to let everybody know what team they're on and how how important it is to for all of us to do our part. And if you're not on the team, then you want to kill grandma. Yeah. Can you do your Fauci when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's one mask, two masks. And uh, I want to talk about uh, fecal sheddings today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll move us on. <laughs> But you're right. I mean, they they do. They they this is this is a a sign. It's a symbol for them. The mask. It's nothing more. I I saw so much more traveling this week, and and then even this weekend going around town and and doing errands here in the free state of even even in the free state of Florida. You you starting to see more and more of it coming back because they're here. Oh, there's did you hear? There's a new there's a new strain. There's a new whatever out there. So people get panicked because they were programmed to panic back then so that's what you're seeing and you, you've got all that happening as the, i mean the democrats are aching to bring back masking and other compliance measures it's just that's what they're saying they're doing I mean, it they're aching as much as a freaking mormon teenager driving home after an evening of dry humping his girlfriend that's how bad they want this there are a few states there are a few states 
though, thank God. That I, love, I always love Disco's response. Um, there's a few states, hot crowd, hot crowd. Um, a few states, though, that have passed laws banning it. And, and by the way, that's such a perfect visual for that because God bless them. They're such good people. <laughs> But they, they're the ones who discovered blue balls. So you had Edison was the light bulb guy. It was the Mormon people who were like, this, something's not right down there. The technical term is derping. <laughs> when you dry, if you're a Mormon and you dry hump your girlfriend, you know, you, you take the derf town, dude. <laughs> derf town, baby. Um, you heard it here first, folks. We trying to break the, the biggest news. <laughs> uh, but there are uh, a few. I think we should just end it now. <laughs> There's a few states pushing back against the vaccine mandate. I have not heard any pushback against dirt. Um, but there are some states that are pushing back against uh, vaccine <laughs> mandates. Uh, uh, actually, a decent amount. A decent amount saying, not here. we're not going to have vaccine mandates. You had Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Michigan, Mississippi. That's M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I, in case you were not sure of how to spell it. Uh, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia. All of them passing laws banning vaccine mandates in their state. And I friggin' love seeing this ahead of what's coming. They see the writing on the wall. They know it's coming. Okay, are, are these states perfect and their legislation's perfect and their their government officials perfect? No, no. There's that, that just perfect doesn't exist. But but this is a step in the right direction. By the way, there's a bunch of states uh, who have also passed uh, laws saying you cannot mandate masks in schools. Florida was not on that. I was kind of surprised. Hopefully, it gets there. Probably will be soon. But there there was a bunch of states who did that as well. I friggin' love that. I think that's the way that you do this. And and hopefully these states resist any temptation to side with Biden, the Biden regime, and will honor the will of their people. And hopefully more states will follow. Hopefully you get to the point sooner in this discussion. Back in the day, everyone locks, uh, look, everyone pretty much for the most part. There's some states who did, and South Dakota did a great job, some other spots. But for the most part, everyone got scared, got locked down, did the... You know, for the for the best interest of everyone, two weeks to, to flatten the curve, or whatever it was. And then, yeah, and then people started to open up, and it, and it started to go the right direction. But basically, what people did is they were looking at Florida, South Dakota, Texas to a lesser extent, but some of those states, and saying, "What did they do? Let's do that," because people seem to be resonating with that. Hopefully, everyone gets on board with this vaccine mandate and the blocking of of masks mandates in schools for our youth early on and we don't have to wait until we're months and months into this they just say what's what's florida doing what's texas doing what's oklahoma mississippi what are they doing yep we're doing that too we're just just copy and paste bro we live in a copy and paste society (laughs) just do it if if the if the net result is freedom go ahead and hit control v that's that's that sounds great to you and me and disco and everybody else who's watching right now but unfortunately we have a segment of the population who has grown up grown up with risk mitigation everything that they've done we invented play dates instead of just going out after school and playing with your friends and now we're to the point where that generation is getting older they're not used to any kind of risk taking no and it scares them and that compounded with the fact that a lot of people right now have lost faith in God and and have nothing to do with religion. So when that happens to a person, 
their whole thought is their self-preservation here on Earth because they're not looking for an afterlife that's going to be much better. So while they're on this planet, they're going to try and make the most of it. And so that includes taking the proper the taking the the proper measures they think to mitigate risk. Yeah. And if you are at a point where there's you haven't taken any, any risk in your life, it haven't really have done anything, and then all of a sudden a virus or a pandemic sweeps through, you start thinking about your own mortality. And when you start doing that without having any kind of spiritual base to yourself, it all becomes self-preservation of your human body while you're on Earth. Because you do have this innate fear, if you're that type of person, that you haven't accomplished anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this virus comes along and it's really scary and the media says this and a consensus of doctors say this, I'm going to mask up because... One, I don't believe in God, and I don't believe there's going to be anything better than the way it is right on Earth. And two, I'm really scared because I have never taken a risk whatsoever in my entire life, and I'm just going to do what they say and hide under my bed till it passes. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. I mean, that's that's how a lot of people look at things. And there's even people who, let's be honest, there's maybe even some people listening now, not not the diehards. Who are, who are saying, I will not go along with this again. And in the end, they're, they're maybe not listening, but people you know who will, because we have, we have a smart and, and strong audience, but people who you know, we know, who will cave and say, all right, fine. Go along to get along, whatever the case might be. There'll be states. Some of those states we just listened. There'll be a state, maybe a couple of those states, maybe even a handful of those states who will cave to some extent. Yeah. I, I just that, That's human nature. It's going to happen. The pressure... Pressure is too much for some people, and, and they will cave. And reminder, with all of this, as, that, as this discussion becomes mainstream again, mandates are not laws. Joe's talking about mandating the new booster shot or vaccine or whatever the hell they're making to make more money because they decided they needed a new Ponzi scheme. A mandate is not a law. It's just not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but... There's so many people who just ascribe to the go along, get to get along mentality. And my mother is like that. I, during the height of COVID, we went out to lunch and it, it, this was in Florida. So there some places had we want you to wear a mask. Yeah, DeSantis let uh, let the, the decision be made by the individual owners of different uh, businesses. So as we're going into the store, she dutifully put her mask on, and she's like, are you going to wear a mask? And I'm like, no, you don't have to, unless the, the restaurant says that you can't come in without it. And if they say we can't come in, then we'll just go somewhere else. We go walking up to the door. I go to open the door for my mother. There's a mask on the ground. She reaches down to pick it up to hand it to me. <laughs> so I'll put it on and go into the restaurant because she didn't want me to cause a scene in there. But and that's I, I, I was think I was like, Mom, you want me to put on something you found on the ground? Just think about that. <laughs> yes. And where inside? I have no idea who had this on before me. And like I said, it, it's their business. If they don't want our business, let's just go somewhere else. But we walked in there and everything was fine. Nobody gave a shit that I wasn't wearing a mask in there. No, uh, that, that's pretty epic though. <laughs> put that one on right there. Yeah. <laughs>
Found a mask for you. The one with lipstick marks all over it and some <coughs> and a shoe print. Yeah, with a shoe print on it. In. Oh, dear God. By the way, Spaces, thanks to everyone who's hung in there and has been listening on Spaces. Sorry that we've not been able to get you to engage. We're working through it. Uh, again, there's lots of tech hiccups. Spaces and a, and a production studio were not built to work together. We're forcing it through. Um, I was going to give you a nasty example there. We're, we're trying to make it work. Put in uh, a, a round peg in a square hole. Or that's a clean one. No, square, square peg, peg in a round hole. hole. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I knew where you were going. I yeah, appreciate it. I just had it flipped. Uh, but but we appreciate you you hanging in and 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 listening still. Um, thanks so much for being here. And and of course, thanks to everyone else who's who's on all the different platforms. Hit that like button wherever you are. Continue to engage and share away. But here's here's getting back to this conversation. So all this stuff's coming. You've got a new booster, vax, whatever coming, new variants, which again should tell you uh, follow the money and see what's what's happening behind the scenes there. But you've got that coming. You've got mandates coming again. You've got people suggesting masking again. But lost in this conversation, those are all important things. You should push back against all those things. But lost in this conversation as a new health situation, epidemic, pandemic, whatever is, is being called, is brought down upon us, is the ongoing conversation with the World Health Organization. We're... we're we're essentially trying, we're doing everything in our power to give away our national sovereignty, as are other nations across the globe, to the World Health Organization for when pandemics are declared, which can be declared by anyone. I mean, you say, well, not anyone. Okay, I, I, you get what I'm saying, though. You can decide it's time for a pandemic. Yes, anyone else? You guys order a pandemic? Let's do a pandemic, okay? Because then we get power. So, So lost in this conversation is, Oh, I'm not masking. I'm not getting that new shot. We get it. I get it, Scooter. You're not doing that. I'm not either. But there's there's another level beneath that. We're heading into an election year. And and that's that's part of the conversation that needs to continue to be addressed because what's going on there? What's going on with the WHO? What's going on with the pandemic treaty, which they've changed the name of it now? But what's going on with the 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 discussion of that? And how it's going to affect us, because that would be pretty damn convenient for them, too. Oh, yeah. And I, this whole anti-vax thing, I really can't stand. And I've heard the argument, well, if another pandemic comes along and it has a higher fatality rate where you contract it and your organs start to liquefy and you end up bleeding out, the anti-vaxxers aren't going to be given the vaccines and they still won't get a vaccine that does that whole it's about risk mitigation if there is a virus that is causing your liquids to your your organs to liquefy even people who are don't want the covid vaccine will take anything to prevent that yeah whereas the, again it's risk mitigation you're seeing the 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 fatalities from dying with uh, dying because of covid instead of with covid is is so small but if it was something, the misconception is that people who won't take the COVID vax are anti-vaxxers. It has to do with risk and what you think is a reasonable risk for your own health. But the government can't deal with that. They have to have a one-size-fits-all, and more importantly, they need compliance. They need 100% compliance from everybody at all times, and that even includes injecting yourself with a medical experiment. 
they need that. They have to have it. And unfortunately, half the country is inclined to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> no, no I, it, it really does come down to that. It really does come down to that. And it, I mean, it, and that, and that's the thing too. I mean, as we head into this season again, which I just, we knew it was coming. I just really, I don't like saying head into the season again. Because it's football season. It's supposed to be happy. October is my favorite month. Yeah. Because the NFL is in full swing. College football is in full swing. Playoff baseball in the World Series is happening. It's the greatest. The weather's getting cooler out. You're looking forward to Halloween and then Thanksgiving with your leftovers with pumpernickel bread. Uh, <laughs> hockey's going. <laughs> yeah, hockey's yeah. up and running. <clears throat> yeah. It's fantastic. No, it is. It's a great time of year. Don't ruin it. And, and or just don't let it be ruined. I mean, because here's the thing. You get to make your own decisions, and I think most of you guys are grown-ups and adults enough to do that. Just choose not to wear a mask. Don't get the vax, the new vax. Or if you want to get it, I, do whatever you want. Please enjoy football. Do not call me during games because I will not answer. I have certain family members who are not even allowed to come to my home during football. Extreme? Yes. I'm an extreme person on all fronts, if you haven't noticed. But But – but enjoy this. Don't don't just don't weigh into this. But that is where people go into it. It comes down to: Do you assess this to be a risk for you? No, I do not. Okay, don't get it. Don't take it to the next level and be like, "But you're a d bag if you do get." Like, just leave them alone. They're gonna do dumb shit anyways. Leave them alone. Put some. Here's my suggestion: Put <clears throat> some brats on the grill. Mm. Watch a game because it's it, we're it's about to be Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Thursday, Friday, for some college games, or if you just want to go watch some Friday Night Lights, put some meat on the grill and enjoy life. That's what it's about. We're only here for a short time. It's about football and meat. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. It should be a t-shirt. Right? <laughs> People are like, I don't watch football. Okay, fine. Do whatever you want to do. But point being is, just don't buy into this shit. They're going to start pushing it. I think there's a lot of us who are awake enough now who they're just going to say, yeah, no, not happening. But there's st it's still going to be tempting for some because they're going to, again, this weekend, I saw a ton more already starting to work. I was mailing some stuff for one of our clients that we do some, some merchandise stuff for today on the way here. Already people <clears throat> walking in and that, like, what are you doing? Stop it. We and, saw it's, and it's the paper one, too. Like, that doesn't even... That doesn't even do anything. Yeah, we saw the sign at Wells Fargo in, in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. Ma mandatory. Yeah. If you want to go in there and it, whatever. Well, before we came on air, I was scrolling through social media and I was surprised at the amount of ads for Sky Marshals that I saw on my feed. So that leads me down, of course, the conspiracy road. If you're going to have Sky Marshals now that, you know, this terrorist threat is kind of over with as far as <clears throat> airplanes go. What are the Sky Marshals for? And why are we increasing the amount of Sky Marshals that we have unless they're there to enforce some sort of FAA mandate? Yeah. No. In it, interesting take. Yeah. Interesting take. More. We got more IRS. More. Should I tell my Sky Marshals naked story again? Yeah. Because that was great. <laughs> I haven't heard it. I was going to say, I don't think Tom's heard it before. Uh, oh, so, I, so I'm trying to get out. So I'm... I'm trying to, to I, I didn't really want to do this, but I'm just applying to, I forget what year it was. doesn't matter. It was 10, 15 years ago. I'm trying to get out of my deployment cycle because I'm just gone all the time away from my family. 
and I just want to do something else. But when you're a counterterrorism officer working for the agency, it's hard to get out because you're never home. And people are like, cool, tell me about what you do. Like, well, um, either I can't and the stuff that I do you're going to think is cool, but it doesn't apply to what you do here in, in Normalville. So anyways, so I'm applying to other uh, federal agent jobs and um, not other because you're, if you're an agency person, you're not a federal agent per se. You're, you're an 0132 or, or whatever your des designation is. But I'm applying to other jobs. And they were starting a huge, obviously not starting. They had been doing a huge push on that for a while because of, of obvious, obvious yeah. reasons, 9-11 and all that. So, and they were trying to get more qualified people in. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'll, whatever, I'll apply. I'm not sure how committed I am, but I applied to multiple places and I ended up doing none of them. I stayed exactly where I was because I ended up just, I just loved what I did. But so I go, I go, I'll speed it up. I go through all the steps and I'd been through some interviews, passed those, and then you go to this other day, and they had an event at a hotel in, in the Dulles area of D.C. And then you went through more steps. You went through an interview. If that went well, great. You go to a panel interview with some existing agents. If that goes well, great. I'm trying to remember the exact steps with them. Anyways, you kept going. If you got past that, then you ended up doing um, a, I think it was the, the physical first and then eventually a PT test after that. I made it through, I, I, you know, I did all the stuff and, and ended up getting the offer and I turned it down, but I get to the physical part. So they bring you upstairs and they've rented out like the second floor of this hotel, like the entire thing. And you go down to one room and you do like audio and, and eye test in this one. And then you go here and they do a couple tests and then, and then you go and you meet a doc and you do like the turn and cough and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> So I go in, and some of you are like, I heard this story, but I, and it's not that great of a story. But I go in, and I don't wear underwear. So I walk in, and the, the PA or the nurse's assistant, like the doc will be right in, just go on into the restroom, strip down to your underwear, and put on the gown, and then come out and sit on, on the bed. And it was literally a hotel bed, <laughs> because you're in a hotel. <laughs> so, so there's not like the normal like hospital beds. With Doctor bed or whatever, like, yeah. Like, okay, cool, sounds good. So they, she, she leaves. I walk into the bathroom, and there's no gown. And I'm also like, oh, by the way, I don't wear underwear. So I'm like, I don't know what to do here. But I'm young, <laughs> fit, in shape. So I just, <laughs> the doc comes in. She turns out to be a smoking hot redhead. <laughs> She comes in. I'm like, I'm not leaning like Costanza like this, but I'm just straight up naked on the bed <laughs> when she comes in because there was no gown and I had no underwear. So she comes in for a physical and I'm just like, well, hello. <laughs> and I had to explain my way through it. I'm like, I promise you there's no gown and I don't have underwear. So th this is what you got in as a result. And she'll never forget that. Physical. She'll never forget it. It worked out. Okay. Again, I got the job. Maybe, maybe that's why back then I was fit. Um, now I, now I'm just rocking the, the, the post-war zone dad bod, but, but was an epic air, air marshal story for me. Um, Texas oh, panel asked, are you going to require masks on October 19th? We will not require masks for the in-studio, uh, extravaganza on October 19th. But if you want to get a cavity search, ask Tom. Yeah, no, Tom will yeah, Tom will yeah. touch anything you want touched. <laughs> yes. No, I mean when you get here, so there's gonna be like pictures and stuff like that. You'll get some goodies. 
and then obviously a, a quick routine physical <laughs> from, from, Tom. <laughs> from Dr. Tom. Dr. Tom. It's insurance purposes. <laughs> yeah. I wear my hands are tied. That's what I'm supposed to do. Um, so let's just let's just slide into this, uh, which that sounds inappropriate yep. after just yep. talking physical, but we'll just pretend I didn't say it that let's way. Let's get physical. Let's talk Jacksonville for a second. Because Jacksonville was actually in the national news this weekend. And there was a shooting, an unfortunate shooting. Three people killed in in town uh, by someone who seemed like they were just a straight-up racist douchebag. But, from for at least from what we're hearing. But you had this happen, and of course, the left went to town. Went to town on it. Had to make it about guns, gun control, not the person with the gun, not the not the the families who lost loved ones, not any of that it had to be political right out the gate, and that's what you saw. And you saw whether it was local, had local news. Here. Local news is the freaking worst. But local news kept cutting into stuff here. I'm trying to watch. I think it was Navy Notre Dame, which, by the way, just an awful game. Blowouts. I, I wish you kind of knew it would be, but it's like, come on, just give us something, Navy. Show up. And but there's just too much too much athleticism on the side of Notre Dame, but. They kept cutting in for that and and giving updates on this. And you could just see, and we just we have a newly elected Democrat mayor here, which is shameful in the Southeast. And and you could see the national news weighing in on and it was all garbage. But then you had TK Waters, who's the, the sheriff, who's a conservative sheriff, who was talking about it, and you've seen it earlier. Chad showed it on his show earlier, and, and I don't know if other people did, uh, if I'm if I'm being honest, but but, but Sheriff T.K. Waters of the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office chimed in and said this. The, the story is always about guns. This, the people are bad. This guy's a bad guy. If I could take my gun off right now and I lay it on this counter, nothing will happen. It'll sit there. But as soon as a wicked person grabs a hold of that handgun and starts shooting people with it, there's a problem. The problem is the individual. We've been saying that for a long time. Long time. Yeah. That's some pretty Have leveling. you seen video of the shooter? No. There's video of him going into the Dollar General store, and this guy, I could just tell by looking at the video that he's got problems. He's this gooey, fat kid who just, he walks, it, just the way he walks, he's on the spectrum of some sort. And I'm not, I'm not trying to make any justification in his actions because he's the one responsible for it. But going back to what we've been talking about, every time that this happens— it's important, I feel it's very important to figure out, to see the blood work from this person, just as it's important to see the blood work from the Trans-Tifa shooter, who we're still waiting on the res the um, manifesto from, from, from Nashville. Yeah. This guy does what he does, and all of a sudden, every manifesto is out, and the reason why is because he wrote one, but the reason... I still I'm kind of confused why this one is out and I know it's Nashville and Jacksonville are two different cities and two different states and everything but the reason that we were given for the Nashville manifesto not coming out it would they didn't want to have any sort of detrimental effects toward a group of people right but in this situation it's perfectly natural to put out this dude's manifesto who I guarantee you is on the spectrum somehow. Yeah. Again, not justifying what he did. It's a total act of cowardice and cold-blooded murder is disgusting. But I think it's worth looking into. But nobody wants to look into the psychotropic drugs 
and any kind of cause and effect between autism or any uh, autism on any uh, on any level of the spectrum and vaccines go when you start when you start mentioning that it's like oh you're a conspiracy theorist what do you know blah 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 it's always like the sheriff was saying back to the gun the gun is there yeah. There's a reason why that person acts that way, and that's the thing nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. Well, and going back, I mean, yes, 100% yes. But going back even to what you said about Nashville and to the Nashville shooting at the Christian school there, Covenant Christian, that that excuse of why you don't want to put it out is utter bullshit. We don't want to bring down some heat on this group and have it be misperceived. You can never solve a problem if you're unwilling to actually talk about the problem. And that, and that the, there's so much lunacy in that statement and the mindset behind that. It's just ridiculous. But that is, that is the perfect picture of our culture. And that's the perfect picture of where we are in America today. And particularly on this issue is we don't want to actually address the issue. We want to talk about the things that get some political brownie points for, for X, Y, and Z candidate or this regime or that regime. We want to get some things that chalk up brownie points and winning points for us so we can disarm you because we hate you all. But no one actually wants to talk about the actual root cause and, and what's behind the issue and what's behind these actually happening. Because, again, it is never the gun that does it. It is always a jacked up person who does it. And rarely, rarely, although sometimes a person who is is a lawful good-hearted, reasonable person, you know, gun owner who, who's gone through the correct process of doing this. It just, we never want to address the, the, the root cause. Yes. Oh, just keep talking. You're no, that, no, but that, that, that's it. I mean, I just, but that, but that's, it, but we've gotten to the point now in culture and in society where not only will we not address it, but we will say we're not going to address it. Well, that would just be too much for them. That would, that would cause potential hatred or frustration with this group that would cause the stop it that is the dumbest thing listen to yourself that is the dumbest thing ever either you want to fix it or you don't it's like anything else that we're facing in this country if you want to fix a problem there is a way to do it however it requires you wanting to do it and that is where we are lacking in america today there's so many issues that we see we identify we talk about all the time no one wants to actually fix them and if you don't want to fix them, guess what? They're not going to get fixed. They're just going to get worse and worse and worse. And that's where we are. And it's so maddening because when you when you can take a Nord like me, just some dumbass Viking who can be like, I, I got it. I got the answer. I didn't raise my hand in class a whole lot. Okay. I usually led the team in tackles, but I didn't raise my hand in class. But you know what? When I can be like, I know, I know. And like be jumping up and down. That's a problem. Because this is so fucking easy to solve. We can fix all this stuff if you want to. But the problem is, is we have people who are so-called representative people who are leading us who don't want to because they thrive on chaos. They need this stuff here. And, and, and that's where we are as a country. Right. And this also helps the media's narrative of white supremacy being the number one threat to national security and our democracy but i'm telling you as soon as you see that video of homeboy coming into the dollar general with this weird body armor kit not really on you can tell it by the way when i first saw the video i thought this was a special needs dude coming into the store yeah it, he's just he's off and you can just tell and i'm sure you know in his ramblings in the manifesto he made a, a bunch of racist remarks and of course he did because that's who he targeted in this attack 
But how much of that is from deep within his soul, or is it enhanced by chemicals? There's got to be. There's something there. For all I all I know, his parents could have been you know, clansmen, and that's how he grew up, part of the Aryan nation. But there's definitely something mentally wrong with this person, and I swear I will take all the money that I have right now, and I will. Oh, I will 100% guarantee he's on some sort of meds, some sort of psych meds. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. And that is that is a very consistent trend and thread with all of these things, which, again, no one wants to address. And I get it. It's not an easy thing to fix. Well, how can you how can you prevent these people who are off their, their rocker or struggling with something from getting into to psychological trouble and finding tools or resources but again it's not you don't have to have a gun to do to do crazy awful violent stuff you just don't it's 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 not easy but the answer is not taking away the guns that is clear right. as day because you if you if they really wanted to find the problem and they would look into this they can't do it because big farmers behind it as long as you have people who are lifetime customers to your product you're going to do everything in your power to make sure there is no link between their behavior and your product and yeah. i hundred percent believe that there is a direct link between big pharma's product and the behavior of these shooters yeah no i i think you're right i agree um okay let's do two quick things here one both both a little bit somber if i'm just being honest then we're going to go to the post post show press conference and we'll try and lighten things up a little bit but but first first uh i just felt like we needed to say joe the plumber um wurzelbacher is that how you say his name right um passed away this week at 49 obviously gained national attention after confronting barack obama the presidential candidate at the time barack obama he died this weekend according to a fundraising page that's being run by his family um he had been diagnosed with pan uh, pancreatic cancer survived by his wife and children was a big figure for a, a while um in in the political landscape of conservative america so thoughts and and prayers with his family. And then I just wanted to say this. Uh, so our good friend, our brother, who is a part, a huge, huge part of the RVM network, Matt Couch, is actually back in the emergency room. He has weathered a lot, you guys. He's battled so much, lost a, a limb in the process, is back there uh, this very minute uh, in AFib, uh, dealing with some stuff there. So we're actually going to just take a moment. We're just going to pray for him real quick. Uh, and then we'll go to the post-show press conference. Father God, we thank you for uh, this country we live in. We thank you for the great men and women who work in medicine, um, who you've just blessed with wisdom and knowledge. And we pray that you would be with the doctors and nurses with Matt. We pray that you would be with his family, with him, as he goes through all that he is going through right now. Lord, he has been through so much, um, but we know that you have a plan. We thank you that you have a plan. We thank you for your grace, for how you love us. Pray that you would just be with him and all of the medical staff working with him, and we just stand with him, Lord. We intercede on his behalf. Pray that all would come out okay for Matt Couch, who is a beloved friend and part of the RVM community. We pray this in your good, strong name, uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so from serious to quick admin announcement, we are going to do the post-show press conference here. Please, guys, sign up for Coin Club. We've got an in-studio extravaganza coming up here in a couple months-ish. 
give or take a couple months. Uh, well, we're getting down to just uh, like a month and a half wow. almost. Yeah, there you go. So a month and a half. People are going to be welcomed here. It's for Coin Club members only. Uh, at least we're starting it that way. So 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 sign up for Coin Club. That's the first step. Go to dbcoinclub.com. It's it's super easy to do. You get access to the Friday show. You get access to booze and banter when it returns. Other goodies. You get entered into contests. Uh, such as someone getting flown here for the in-studio extravaganza. You get entered into all sorts of, uh, of of stuff where you get some goodies just for for being a part of the coin club. You also, if you're an annual member, get one of those coins that you see on the screen. It's a challenge coin from us to you. Military, first responders, you all get 30% off, whether you're monthly, annual, whatever the case might be. So come sign up. Have some more fun with us. We have lots more fun than we do just during the Monday through Thursday show. Again, it's DB Coin Club. Dot com. And for the extravaganza, do you just want to tell everybody, some people might be just joining in for the first time, what is the extravaganza, extravaganza. and how are you able to participate? <clears throat> extravaganza. Yes, good question, Tom. So so basically, um, you cover your travel and airfare unless you win the contest, and then, and then we cover it. But you cover that. You come down here, you're going to be uh, an in-studio participant and an audience member for we'll have seating set up over here uh you'll be in in uh studio for the show you'll be on camera for the show you'll be able to ask questions on the show tom's gonna be walking around with the microphone there's gonna be an open bar we're gonna can we get him like a liberace looking like we'll have to definitely get him a special outfit (laughs) you like the rings ladies you paid for them (laughs) that's my best liberace um it'll be there'll be pictures with the crew some goodies you're going to get a free dinner with us all sorts of stuff it's going to be a lot so 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 sign up first for for coin club at dbcoinclub.com and then uh once you do we'll send you the particulars in email for that if you're a coin club member now check your email if you haven't already because there's information there where you can rsvp we do want you to do that so please send back responses for now we're going to head to the post-show press conference thanks so much for being here make sure you stick around after the post-show press conference for rvm roundup with chad caton continue to lift up our boy matt couch and prayers and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow be safe be smart be free and now get ready for the this is my show post-show press conference Sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. All right, back to the post-show press conference we go. Man, I missed you guys last week. Uh, We didn't do this while we were in Milwaukee again. Big shout out and thank you to Rumble for having us, the whole crew up there at Fiserv Arena for the GOP debate. It was fun. Great getting to meet a lot of the people we've talked to for a long time, but now getting to meet them in person, meeting a lot of other people uh, in the conservative space. Um, A good time, no doubt. So it was good. Lots to cover today in the show, but we also have uh, a limited amount of time here, so I'll take some questions. Good afternoon, Drew. Myers Drambuie, Gold, Gold Coast Gazette. Uh, Drew, you're bringing up the uh, uh, the debate last. Uh, what day was that? It was Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Wednesday. And I watched the debate. Myrtle and I watched the debate, and that one, that little, uh, that tan boy in the middle. What's his name? Vivek, uh, Vincent. Yeah. Vincent? Vivek, yeah, whatever. It's a V word. Vivek. You, 
Well, I was surprised on how uh, articulate and, and, and hey, gosh darn it, he just sounded so smart. And what I, has he ever won a spelling bee? Uh, well, that, that that would that's kind of a racist presumption, Myers, uh, just because he's brown skinned and and. Uh, well, no, he's Indian, correct? Yes. They always win the spelling bees. He does. I, yeah, they do. I know, but I, I don't know that he has. Although he is a smart guy, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. Well, I just, I, Myrtle and I were talking, and we were just so tickled, thinking how proud his parents must have been, and also how proud his parents of of him, and also their daughter, his sister, who was up there too. I, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> they're so they're not related. I know Nikki Haley calls herself a little brown girl from South Carolina, uh, from the South, but. But they're not actually related. I got a question for you, Meyer, since you're talking spelling bee. Can you spell and use uh, in, in a sentence the, the correct you know, spelling bee um, procedures here, Ramaswamy, which is his last name? Oh, goodness, Ramaswamy. <laughs> Ramaswamy. Uh, could I get a sentence? Vivek Ramaswamy had a strong night in the GOP debate in Milwaukee last week. Oh, dear. Okay, here we go. Uh, Ramaswamy. R-A-M-M. Nope. Can I buy a vowel? You can't buy... Yeah, that's... Well, we're not playing Jeopardy, but... So or, uh, you're telling me, fortune, excuse me that uh, that man's name is different from his sister's name. It must be by marriage or something, huh? Yeah, no, again, Nikki Haley and, and Vivek Ramaswamy are not are not kin. Oh. Uh, they're not. But I, I appreciate the Wait question. Wait till Myrtle finds out. I know. She's going to be devastated. Uh, it, it kills the story, which sounds great on its own accord. Let's, let's get to another one, though, here, Myers, and not monopolize all the time. Next question. Uh, uh, Drew, Nancy, <laughs> uh, f- t- uh, s- uh, Golden Gate. Uh, okay. Uh, Desan, San, Sandy, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, uh, President. Yeah. Are you trying to say DeSantis? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the. Uh, wait, hold on. I gotta get my uh, pills. Uh, Can you? Uh, okay. 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 Uh, broccolini. You know, we had some. Um, since I know you're probably not going to ask a question. Nancy, um, and I would just encourage you guys in that general vicinity to, yeah, just scoot that way because she, she's very frequently been vomiting in in the press room here. But we had some amazing broccolini at a place, uh, Moe's, I think it was called Moe's, a place for steaks in Milwaukee. I still think Capital Grill won. Sorry, I'm not trying to 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 rain on anyone's parade, but but it was a great place. We had some outstanding as a team broccolini there. I think it was kind of one of the victors of the night. If we're, if we're being honest, the, the pianist who was right there playing with us, uh, not with us, um, not sexually for sure, but just playing his piano was right next to us. That was great. The broccolini was great. Those sides were, were, uh, were awesome. 
Well, they really were. If 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 not, we need to almost just do a review of the meals and the particular items. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Drew. Did somebody say a pianist? <laughs> oh, hey, Benjamin. Um, yeah, like someone who plays a piano. I'm not talking male genitalia, to be clear. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> Playing the piano, just, <laughs> were they tinkling on the ivories? <laughs> they were. They sure were. You would have loved it. I know. I certainly, I seem to have missed out. I'm sorry for jumping the queue, as we say here in the press room, but I do have a question for you, Drew. Please. And it has to do with the coming election, and I'm just curious about this system of keeping Trump off the ballots in the states. How would this go about? How could you say say you were running and somebody wanted to keep you off the ballot in Florida? How does one do that? And doesn't that smack of desperation to try and go to those limits to keep somebody from running for president? Yes. Yeah, there's there's a lot to that that answer, but yes, it does smack of desperation 100%, but that's the whole thing, right, with Trump is you've got the left who's who's hellbent very desperate to keep him out of office. They cannot have him back in the Oval Office and will do anything and everything, which people need to understand. You got to understand that mindset of the other side when you're talking about how this election is going to go. It, it can't be what you want or how you think it's going to go. It has to be the mindset of the other side and how hard they go to the hoop on so many things. But yes, it is. It, it does smack of desperation. But you've got you've got states who are going to be able to, in theory. I mean, they have the 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 legal rep- uh, ability to remove him from the ballot in certain states and that's i think where they're going to try and get people is it's not going to be this big national thing it's going to be we don't need that nationally that will be a huge problem for them if they go about it that way it's going to be can we get them off here in in arizona ohio some of these key states and and that's where they're going to try and do it and 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 mark my words they 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 will try their damnedest to make it happen uh so it's going to be an interesting thing to talk about we talked about a lot today you guys can go back and and watch the show if, if, if you want to get more on that. And certainly we'll talk more about it in the future. But for now, we got to go. You've got RVM Roundup coming up with Chad Caden. We've got to hit the bar, and we will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks for the questions.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.